All right. Last time on Light of Xerixis. To save their world from the Xerixian Empire, the characters embarked on a dangerous voyage across wild space. Along the way, they joined forces with a gift commodore, helped a vampire vampirate captain, quell a mutiny, and rescued a princess from the brig of the vampire ship. Uh, not just any princess, but the daughter of their enemy. So more specifically, you all sought out a vampirate based on the... Um, I always forget to go to my little nice little sky thing for the things. You, you sought out um, a vampirate based on the recommendation of the wizard Topola. After finding him about and making a, an alliance, uh, he was mutinied. His, um, his ship turned off, turned around and ran off. Uh, you captured, you managed to ch give chase, took down everything that was on board, all the undead uh, creatures, find, found Princess Zadali in the brig, brought her back to your ship, and she woke up and s announced who she was. Oh. We are all here. Not necessarily here, but somewhere on the ship, Princess Azali has woken up. And last thing she said was, I am Princess Zadali, daughter of Emperor Zavan, and heir to the throne of Xerixis. Yeah. Mm. Who are all of you? I'm Dante. I'm Gort, man. Well, I'm wondering if I could trust you. Heir to the throne, to the Empire, that's been Heir. gobbling up energy from planets? Can you do something about the tentacles all over my home planet? By tentacles, it you mean the crystalline vines? Perhaps. I think you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. What are they about? Mm. By the way, that's yeah. Otto, man. I point to Otto. Crux, Z Grimzod, and Starbow. And we'll basically say that everybody at this point has some sort of introduction, including Topola, Fell, and uh, Flinch. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's uh, our 0 0.5. They're uh, usually asleep. Don't let him touch me. I don't want to touch me. He's been in one episode, <laughs> and now we can't always have to mention him. <laughs> Never know, Jess might come back at some point and be like, let's play! In any case, uh, you spend some time, next couple of couple hours, she recuperates, she was at 1 HP, um, spend some time recuperating, and over the next long rest, you discuss what's going on. The Crystalline Vines, as part of the Xerxene Empire, basically taking your world, or Dante's world, Dante Gort's and uh, Whisper's world, destroying it. Topola saying that Topa and Grimzod explaining how they want to, I'm sorry, Topola, Crux and Grimzod explaining how they plan to uh, find the coalition of people trying to uh, well actually we'll leave that up to you if you want to tell her that or not. Crux says that they quite clearly are um, against the Xerxes Empire. She hasn't explained her deal yet. Yes. Uh, she'll, she'll basically say that uh, she is actually. I have a handouts. I gotta remember handouts. 
Nope, that's those are not handouts, those are pictures. Show to player, show to everyone. Here she is. And this is as Joey mentioned last time, this is the uh this is the uh, picture where her token comes from, which is different from her portrait. She eventually ex explains in this rather monologuing that I'm going to be doing in just a moment. <laughs> she says, We both want the same thing. Revenge. As my father lies on his deathbed, my scheming brother Zealoth denies me my birthright. He seized control of my father's navy, banished me from court, and left me in the clutches of his psychophants. He's the one who orchestrated the attack on your world, bombarding it with astral seeds harvested from Xerixis, our dying star. Once the crystal vines have drained all the energy from your world, they will discharge that energy in a beam of light back to Xerixis, replenishing it. Zaleth instructed his minions to deposit me on your world so that, as I died, my energy can contribute in a small way to the light of Xerixis. Fortunately for me, my ship was disabled by and boarded by those vampires, points to Grimzod and Lefty. She turns back to you all. Help me become Empress, and I will undo the damage Zaleth has already caused to your world. Well, I'm personally wondering if <clears throat> you were in charge if you would have done the same thing. Can I? I it can, matters. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm asking. I'm just, do I'm, I'm just kind of eyeballing her up and down, kind of. Okay. I'm basically I am keeping an eye on her because, you know, yeah. You have eyes that just wander. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got like um, one of my. Okay, okay eyes, I, I, like, I asked her the. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. I got you. Yeah. She turns and uh, says, It matters not if I would have done that or not. If I would have picked your world or picked another, in any case, it is currently under attack and I promise to undo it. How I know, know how to undo it. How do you it. know we're not switching one tyrant for another? Hmm? No. Who says I'm a tyrant? Well, whenever yeah, your star I mean, dies in a billion years, they may do it to another planet with life on it. We don't, I don't know. We don't have least... to pick one with a life on it. It's not sentient life. Nothing like that. Either way, if At you least... have a way to just stop the, the, the beam, the actual seeds, the star itself, I'm feel free to tell me what it is. At least this tyrant's offering to undo the <laughs> damage. I trust her. She says sycophant weird. She's using big words. <laughs> See, I'm not the only I one mean, who says words weird. <laughs> I mean, whether we trust her or not, we gotta go along with her, because as, as it is, she's our best bet to get those vines. Oh, is this a... Crystals astral seeds off our planet, man. Is this one of those my enemy or my enemy is my friend situations? I nah. wouldn't call you friends. I would call you compatriots in well, maybe, business. Maybe if you got to know us. Maybe if you got to know us first, then we can be friends. Perhaps. Yeah. Hey, I mean... It, I will... it, it, 
If you help me regain the throne, not only will I stop that, I will ensure that the life force is taken from, if needed, another planet that has no sentient life, probably just poisonous, horrible animals on it, plant life, whatnot. Something far beyond the ability to cause a genocide. Well, what about the poisonous animals? Think of them, wouldn't you? Well, this would save my home star. Home star. Um, this would save my home star. How about, yeah, a, how about a planet and then... full of um, non-sentient algae? Would, would that be sufficient? If a large enough planet, perhaps. I'm not an expert in that field. I have... We would have... Um, minions whatnot be able to do that for us and and understand and explain everything and be able to determine the correct amount of life force needed However, the, consider, consider this the algae versus the entire population of zurich of uh of zarek space that's what i'm saying the algae take the algae well then i'm afraid that's not going to happen, because they have your world instead. I just, man, I, Otto, I think you're just being argumentative, man. I just don't want her to kill the animals on a planet, that's all. I, like I agree. I like uh, Otto wants to get to them first. <laughs> I, I'm with you, man, but let's... I, I'm with you, Otto, but right now, that's that that's kind of lower on the priority than my own planet. I suppose you're right. It is your world. I am merely someone who uh, crashed into it. <laughs> well, let's let's save our let's save our world before we start saving the rest of them. What at? Zadali turns to the uh, uh, to the wild space, looking over the railing. She sighs a bit and says, "We wouldn't come to this, however. Come clean. The only way to save your world is to destroy Xerixus, the star itself. If the star dies and the crystal dies, your world will die as well." Always a catch. Never easy, is it? Never is. You said so... that your star was in the process of a natural death. More or less, yes. Then perhaps this is just um, speeding up the inevitable, as tragic as it may be. I mean, there are tons of other planets and stars out in the astral sea, man. Why don't y'all just move? I mean, is it's... a perception check with disadvantage? Not perception, persuasion. Persuade someone with disadvantage. Disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna be funny. Hold on, I got. Hold on, I got. Hey, you can roll two twenties. Yeah. I've seen. I've had. I've had double advantage rolls. Uh, all four end up as ones. Yeah. <laughs> That's happened before. <laughs> That's a lot more frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Eight. She kind of a far-fetched thing for everything in wild space. However, we are 
the Imperial Fortress of Xerixis does orbit the star and will until continue to orbit until Emperor Zavan ascends to godhood. After that, the fortress itself will return to the Ashel Sea. The death and the funeral of the Emperor are in the final stages as his ascension to godhood. Now, about that ascension to godhood thing, um... Yes. Like, is that a good thing for us? I don't think it would hurt you at all. It's a good thing for him. The way his dying wish was that he become one with the light of Xerixis. When the star is at its brightest, that wish prompted the attack on your world by my brother. Hmm. So it seems your brother is the main problem here. Yes, we were meant to share the throne. And then he attempts to just take over. Thrones are normally made for only one butt. It's it's the, 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 the title, the position, not the literal throne. <sighs> so I've, so I've, I've, never, I've, never, met, I've never met a twin before, and like, I know elves like are kind of kind of like ooh. So like couldn't you like both be leaders because you're like kind of the same person? That was the point. Yes. Hmm. Solving, but solving your problems he for wanted you. more. It's that age old, it's that age old sin of greed, man. He is like that. Do any of you know how to destroy a star, particularly Xerixis? Whisper raises his hand. Gork Go on, share. Share. Gork. Okay. However, you do it. I was about to say, you have any of those astral seeds left? I use the seed. I mean, you asked if I knew if I knew how to destroy a star. How I know how is however it is you do it. I mean, this one is not the uh, planner of the group of you, is it? Are they? No. I mean, in theory, I mean, in theory, you could tell us them. Do you not know how to destroy a star? I mean, you could. Toss a super massive amount of a certain element in there, and it'll destabilize the star. But I mean, where are we gonna get that? What I need to know. Do you? And then, <laughs> kind of skitters closer because he's weird. <laughs> Do you know how to destroy a star? I mean, uh... not Gort. Not Gort. <laughs> I mean, like scary. At her like he's staring through her. Like, do you know how to do it? <laughs> he's asking I mean, the princess. Yeah. Oh, you're asking princess. I thought you were asking Gort. Yeah. No, not Gort. I wasn't asking Gort. I said not Gort. Okay. Okay. There's a lot of people on here that are not Gort. In fact, everybody who is not Gort is not Gort. And I was asking the princess if she knew how to destroy. Uh, okay, stars. I apologize. <laughs> um, she That's looks a... back at you and she was like, oh, man. "Yes, I do." A member, <laughs> a member of the imperial family, can destroy Xerixis by performing a ritual at the astral front in the Temple of Light, which then is my... located in the imperial fortress. Then my answer is technically not incorrect. Wait, so you just know a ritual that will destroy a star, and he could have done it, like, just by accident. Okay. No, it's not It's not an easy thing that can be done to accident. It's an entire ritual. 
I was I'm thinking just saying, just like... Yeah, make sure not to mess up your rituals, that's all I'm saying. We've been... We won't. Alright? <laughs> we promise. Uh, why did I even... Why, why didn't you just leave me on the vampire ship? You, you asked me of... a question, I gave you an answer, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, at this point, we will tell her about the correlation of ships. The yes. Correlation. Yes. Coronation? The coronation of ships. Coalition. 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 Did you say princess? What's that? Did you say that the the only way to stop? The ravaging of my planet is to destroy the star. Yes. Okay. <gasps> yep. I'm all about that then. After learning about the coalition, she says, "Well, that will certainly be a, a decent way of taking down my brother. So, if it must be done, then it must be done. Not much I can do to stop it anyway." What 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 does the star do for your people? Kind of looks at you and it's like, <laughs> "Are you from a planet?" You just seem you seem way too chill about destroying it. We have the ability to move a large portion of the population into the Astral Sea, where we can easily find another place to live. Not easily, but we can find one. I shall be leader of that Empress Empress Zadali of the roaming band of Xerix, Xerixian Astral Elves. You see, Dante, the elves tend to see the bigger picture and um, the uh, death of their star is just a, a little blip in their long, wonderful, amazing lives. Just, okay. I, I just, I worry that we're gonna follow you, follow your plan, and then... Oh, don't worry. People are gonna, people are gonna die. No, no doubt about yeah, okay. it. Like, oh, it's, yeah, not, it's, it's not gonna mean... be good. It's gonna, ooh. Well, I worry that you're gonna get cold feet when it comes time to pull the trigger. Oh, with, with uh, no sun, everyone's going to have cold feet. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I guess, you know, Otto, as long as we've got you, someone's there to pull the trigger. So, <laughs> you're good Otto at that. Otto is actually correct. <laughs> what bigger prey is there than the sun? <laughs> well, I mean, there's... At that I mean, point, Twitch comes out. Twitch comes out. Okay, alright, alright. I finally have... The, for the uniforms for all of us, the Eterna trousers. I've made them out of fine embroidery and cottons. And oh, uh, hello. Uh, who are you? Who's this? Do we have more people who need uniforms? Zidali so looks over and says, Oh, go ahead. I don't, I don't think she's going to wear a uniform. She kind of has uh, her thing going. Yeah, she's not a member of the group, man. She's a. She's a what's the word? Yeah, an associate. Royalty. I am royalty. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. Uh, oh, okay. Well, okay. Um, I just think about something on the back burner just in case. Uh, either way. Uh, here you go, Gort. I finished your pants, 
Uh, just the, the prototypes, try them on. I'll, I'll get used to get, get used to it. Oh, like, he just hands Gort, them to you and, and walks off. Gort kind of looks at him and goes, but I don't wear pants, man. He's, he's already gone. <laughs> I just kind of... I just... Did, I he have, I got, I, did he have one for all of us? He's a prototype one. So he's basically designing everything. He hasn't had enough time to make something for everybody yet. I, I yelled to him when he's like, make one extra, 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 extra large. Okay. I, uh, maybe add, I, I tossed... maybe add a, another extra just to be safe. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll put some more holes in the belt loops. Oh yes, he knows. He knows the secret. <laughs> I, uh, I just kind of look at the pants and go and punt. Like, do I wear the pants? Gortz is kind of his. What he what goes for a brain in his mind just kind of short circuits so, for a little while. So in my, figure out. in my mind, Gort doesn't have legs. He's just a little blob that bounces around and a kick <laughs> with a little what he decides to be a head. And occasionally a little arm thing pokes out when he needs to do something. How correct am I? Occasionally. No, right? Yeah. That's that, that that that's at least how I've been playing him. Hmm. They'll take, Dali, they'll take, uh, good. Like during battle, he tends to take more of a humanoid shape. Oh, does he get all? It makes things does look, he get all buff? No. He he takes about as much of a human shape as he has to to get things done. So it's continuing, like continuing. Because we can talk about body shapes of fictional characters and things, plasmoids in the future. Sedalia so essentially comes out and says, yeah, if this is the case, where are my quarters? Oh, Surely you, get... you have something nice for royalty? You get the guest bedroom. Well, would somebody kindly show me to there? Crux turns around to Grimzod and, uh... No, Crux says, uh, yes, if you'll follow me, I will show you to uh, the finest room we have on this ship. Oh, I gotta do Crux's voice. He's just deep. Uh, find wherever you can, uh, yeah, just follow me. Uh, he leads her to the stateroom down at the lowest deck all the way down here. Secluded and quiet, and uh, slightly bigger, and um, nobody around right now. I'll get you if you need you. Point out where the where the latrine is, you know, just in case. Everyone poops, even royalty. Yes, I suppose that's true. Hmm. Elves only poop every um, hundred years. I heard. Is that, is that true? Is that true? Tell me. Must be a doozy. No, it's like it's like a it's like a mouse poop. It's amazing. Um, she just glares at you and just closes the door. Later on, is uh, coming back up. Um, Gort's uh, commander Crux 
Commodore Crux stops with uh, in the same area with Fell and Otto. You were nearby. I would assume you would be nearby as is talking about this. Uh, Crux kind of says, turns to you two and says, um, "Look, I I am kind of in the same mindset as you, Otto. I I don't know if I can trust her, Xerixians." <sighs> I mean, that's exactly what I'm saying. She she seems okay enough, but what if? You know, they decide they want to live on a world full of, you know, people they're going to conquer, and maybe it runs in the family. That's just... She didn't say no when I said, would you have done the same thing? As one that is steeped in politics would do. Uh, Fel kind of looks over and says, well, she is royalty, she is a princess, she is probably worth a bit of coin... Not as a ransom, but as a reward. And I'm here for the coin. I say, just keep an eye on her. Take so, her as far as we can. So give me my friend's world back, that I'm willing to work with her. Just like I'm willing to work with um, Grimzod. Who turns out is not really so bad, I guess. Left, You see Lefty uh, come out of ah! the... Uh, the thing and go into the bathroom and shut the door. Oh, oh okay. Use his privacy. No, oh, and think of it like this: if even if she is not able to, even if she is going to be another dictator, what not? What if? What she says is true about being able to destroy the star is the only way to stop the astral seeds. I think if she is willing to do that, then um, she deserves some of our trust. End of the day. Yeah. Oh. That's my thoughts. I'll be in my quarters if you need me. Is it? Is it I'm just looking at the tokens. Is it just me and, and them here, or are the rest of us with us? I, I, that scene was just the three. Everybody okay. else could be, it's, could be nearby to hear you, but you had that moment. Yep, just just the wild space or time. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. <sighs> Crux just kind of walks out on deck. I need, a, I need a sandwich. I'm going to the galley. Dante Whisper and Gannon to Ordnor, not to leave you out of the situations, but what would you like to be doing at this point? I mean, Gort could see if she's... could. Gort does have something he can do to see if there is a way to maybe he can divine and see if there's another way to do it besides destroying the star. But the problem with divination is, man, it it requires something that I don't have. And if you're wondering what that is, it's money. Mm. <laughs> I am. What, what is the spell? What is the actual spell component? Incense and a sacrificial offering appropriate to religion together worth at least 25 GP. Okay. So you would need an appropriate offer, which could be anything of your own, but it would need to be worth 25 GP. Yeah. It's not just the money itself. You would actually no. need something appropriate. But I, I, I have that much, but I'm guessing I'm there. It's not even a matter of that. It's a matter of like what would the... Oh, yeah, oh yeah, you need, yes, you need the item. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Any, the thing is, anything with a monetary cost or a specific sort of item related to the spell is needed um, yeah. and can't be used with instead of a material uh, component pouch or arcane focus. Yeah. Uh, Dante, is there anything you'd like to do? All of this stuff is super new. You know, Dante doesn't is just starting to get a grasp of just floating around space in general. And now we're talking about destroying stars, and that's supposedly going to save. That's what needs to happen. I I don't know if he believes it, but I don't know if. It... Well, make a make a uh, well, insight well, check. Let me actually before I do that, let me okay. see. I think that you know all this this. Uh, I'm gonna see if what get Topola's take on that whole thing. Okay. Because I know she knows space. She knows magic-y stuff. I wanna see if she knows anything about the light of the Rexus, this whole story about that's I wanna get her take on the soon to be Empress's just kinda entire story. Does that check out with what she knows? As you're heading in there, um, Grimzod and Topla are sort of catching up, and it's sort of like a a, uh, a, a, a slight bitterness in the air, but nothing that would be uh, mean-spirited or anger-inducing or anything like that. Just sort of like there was a, a little bit of tension based on a history. But they are mature adults who know how to talk, and one is also undead. Topla's <laughs> um, like, uh... You should come by sometime and have some of my biscuits. I gave brownies to a little auto gnome at this one point, but uh, they seem to like it. But then they... Oh, oh, hello, Dante. Hello. How are you? I'm, I'm confused. I'm not sure what to think. Did you hear that uh, whole You suddenly spiel? hear you, yeah. you hear a bit of a flushing sound, and then Lefty comes back in the room. Oh, it flushes? We have... <laughs> I... <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Does he have there, like toilet well... paper on, on his hand? <laughs> Got a little tiny bit of toilet paper on yeah. his pinky as it runs by. <laughs> I... It's true what they say. Everybody approves. Gort, <laughs> if Gort were there, he'd be very confused, but... <laughs> So it's, like that, think... it's like that Zelda side quest where you have to get yeah. toilet paper to the, um, the hand in the toilet. Well, that's... The hand in the toilet is actually based on yep, a... Yep. a, a th okay, as long as you already know about it and you're going on your tangent, I can't explain it anyway. I'm just agreeing. I'm saying yes. <laughs> yeah, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You, no, you Dante, go, go ahead, go ahead, Dante. <laughs> what, what, do you, is, what do you think about that whole story that the princess gave us? Do you think that... that... She's telling the truth? Is that how any of this stuff actually works? Well, based on what I've seen through the telescope, I have no idea. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Looks like the energy is taken from a world and uh, goes to the star. So maybe making this, the destination void of anything will cut the umbilical cord, so to speak. I worry that... It won't actually save me, but all she's doing is getting us to help her. Well, then what is the other what is the other possible thing you could do? 
How else are you going to s destroy a star, stop a civilization? Either way, you're still going on with the coalition, right? That's our best plan so far. Oh, yep. Oh, All right, so. well. kind of stops and is like, yeah, yes, I've been uh, thinking of something. Uh, perhaps we should call my ship to uh, just leave it to the uh, the Astral Sea. No crew, not much aboard. We take whatever we can, and we just leave it adrift. Or we can take a second ship with us. No reason we can't. But uh, we would need a spell jammer on there. What do you think, Dante of 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 uh, Lux? And the more ships, the better. I don't know what we're getting into, but it's always good to have numbers on your side. True, but I must admit my ship is pretty. One hit could destroy everything. In either case, whatever we decide, we should probably take all of the. Alchemist fire and, and gunpowder. Or here, or I mean, if 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 it's that in bad shape, we can turn it into a kamikaze bomb. It can be one of our biggest hitters in whatever is coming. That's true. We could tow it. See, we couldn't. Although no. that would require some of us, someone being on the other ship, and we coordinating it. I don't want to cut off any of our options yet. That's that's my vote. I will discuss with Fell, as they seem to be someone who can jam a spell, so to speak. Good day, Dante. Topla, yeah. my dear. Thank you both. Out. Yep, and thank you lefty, for your lefty pinky waves. <laughs> I I pinky wave back and shudder. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for your insight. He heads down to talk to Fell. Um, see if uh, that would work. Gort and Whisper. I guess we had a Gort who was just sort of trying to find a sacrificial 25 gold piece item. Whisper, what have you been doing? Oh, Gort. Gort realizes he's probably not going to be able to find anything, so he just go, he just does the old. He just kind of. Honestly, he's not really sure what he can do right now, so he just ponders on if he thinks this princess is telling the truth or not. From what he... Go ahead and make an insight check in the meantime, then. 17. She is very hard to read. Um, you think that she's probably telling mostly the truth, whether or not she is leaving things out, twisting it to be her benefits... Or perhaps I like lying about a couple of things. You're not sure, but yeah. you, you get some positive vibes with most of what she's saying. Yeah, but there's always that one thing you're missing, man. He just kind of, he just kind of ponders in on himself for a while because it's not really much going on, is there? Whisper, what are you doing? Whispering, gotcha. <laughs> oh, it was just my my brain shut off because I thought ways. I was, I don't know. Anyway, um, but realistically speaking, Whisper is just pondering about uh, <clears throat> about making his boat better. 
you uh you're the one nearest by uh, to Commodore Crux and you can pretty much tell that he's just he's in a very different mood right now. Mm. And he's kind of sulking. Even you would be able to recognize that. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. Because um, Whisper's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he must have not had a big thing of sugar today. It's Whisper thinking. It's Whisper thinking. It's like, how can my bow kill a son? I must make it stronger. That's why I have a, a make magic weapon. I can make my bow a, yes, a magic weapon for a little, a little well, bit. Well, you might need a silvered weapon to kill a star. <laughs> Um, in any case, you, you do see Crux is, is definitely in a different mood. Than you. you may not have the emotional, uh, the, the ability to, to understand the emotions uh, of this, but you do understand that something has definitely shifted and it's it's towards a negative. You seem to be in a sour mood, Hippo Man. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, it's uh, the Xerixians deal with them again the people responsible for uh, ruining locks yes well it's more than that sit down how would you like old crux to tell you a story you have wisdom i will accept it thank you long ago i had a fleet i was an actual commodore this is not a title retired rank Yes, it is a retired rank, but I have an actual Commodore. Like how Grimzot says he's a captain, even though he holds no naval rank? No, but he is the captain of the ship. I am the captain of this ship. But you're a but this was this was rank. an official rank and less colloquial. Ah, I understand. You understand <laughs> the word colloquial? Yes. I am surprised. Uh, joyfully. In any, in any event, I once tried to destroy the Imperial Fortress and the Astral Seas. You must have had many but ships under your command. We did. But the fleet... them, at least. Let's <laughs> wait for someone to make that joke. <laughs> um, Joey, take inspiration for the joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, my ship was one of a handful to escape. The fleet, I'm sorry, the fleet was routed by an elven armada, and I was one of the handful to escape. But only after damage from Prince Zealot's solar dragon him mount himself. You know that? The prince has a way to ride the solar dragon in battle. This is interesting. Otto needs to hear about this. Ah. Uh, I think he said he wanted to go make a sandwich. Oh, tomatoes. Mm. Extra <laughs> tomatoes for me. He's mm. cut down to... Like, the camera pans down right to the porthole right below them. He's <laughs> like, ooh, mustard. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Every day I discover something new in this galley. It's amazing. <laughs> pans back up. Yeah, I lost everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Hundreds. <laughs> I lost many comrades and honestly the only thing that I'm more disgusted by than the Xerxian Empire is my own cowardice and failure I would sharply disagree that ensuring your survival is an act of cowardice if anything it's one of the hardest things you can do 
getting away and staying alive when so many around you have died is quite a feat. Doesn't make you any less of a Commodore, doesn't make you any less of a man. It makes you mortal. It's that need to survive that drives us forward. I I read that in a book once. Um make a persuasion check. Oh, okay. Or a deception check if you never have actually read a book. Oh. No. Uh, with <laughs> with advantage, with advantage. Yeah, unfortunately, Whisper's an idiot. <laughs> so my persuasion rolls are not going to look very good. Oh, hold on a second. My, my thing you is get advantage. Hard. Yeah, hold on a second. I gotta... I yell down the hall. This bread has sesame seeds on them! <laughs> Did you know that? Oh, thank God. Nobody answers. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Well, well, thank God. Whisper, Whisper is not somebody yep. who gives motivational speeches for a yes. living. So this, this is this is the one time for you to shine. <laughs> he kind of he kind of looks over and says, "You read a book and remembered that." I remember a lot of things. <laughs> yes, I for one don't think I'll ever get over Macho Grande, but I think you're right. The only way to go is from here is forward. No good if I were killed and he'll <laughs> ever be over Macho Grande. Be <laughs> yep. <laughs> you're a large. Uh, you're a large being. I. Uh, okay, I believe now you're just describing me. No, I. I meant <laughs> me metaphorically, of course. <clears throat> yes. You have a way with words. I'm... Most of the time, you don't. But sometimes you have a really good way with them. And that's inspiring. Yes. Now, now I know what we have to do. I know what I have All to do. Alright, who's ready to tackle an empire? Dante, you have a knock at your, uh, at the door. <laughs> it's occupied. We're overthrowing an empire, you win. <laughs> yeah. Get a nerd. We're throwing, overthrowing an empire. <laughs> finishing up, finishing up in here. They are, they are not letting up. Uh, I. Let me, let me. Okay, I, I can finish it up really, real. I squeeze <laughs> it all out and finish up real quick. Lift <laughs> your legs up. <laughs> Squatty potty. Squatty potty. Please Ooh. don't forget to wipe. Yes. It's so clean with it with a crit with a critical constitution. I am giving it's... you a critical. I'm giving you inspiration for critting on a poop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> comes in. Chewbacca oh. sandwich. I, I as open you open the, the door. Point fives there. Must oh. deposit oil out 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 out. Choose you out. Shut the door behind me. Otto walks up the stairs, big old, like, hoagie sandwich in hand. It's like, oh, Dante. Dante. It's, true what they, it's, it's true what they say, Otto. I've seen it. Everybody pooped. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about my sandwich, but... Oh, oh do so. Second rule of wild space. That sandwich looks nice. 
I'm impressed. You hear Crux, Crux uh, taps down the thing and shouts down through the uh, the grate. Uh, Cap, uh, we need to have a uh, Foxel meeting. Foxel meeting, everybody. And uh, everybody starts to make their way up on deck. Ray, I'm already there. You don't mind <laughs> if I eat while we have the meeting, do you? If if you must, if you must. Okay. Princess Adali is still in her quarters. All right. Here's what we need to do. Yes. Be sure to. Did, uh, did you get a napkin? Don't get crumbs over my forecastle. Oh, don't worry. Okay. Watching. <laughs> Licks his lips a little bit. So, here's my plan. We are going to locate. Wait, one more bite, one more bite. We are going to locate an old GIF comrade of mine named Warwick Blastimov. Otto, I believe he was a uh, member of that same Xeno. Xenophobic limitations, whatever that place was. The Xeno exterminators. Oh, yes. Old Blastwinny. That's what we called it. I don't think you were in the same chapter. There's only one gift per up. chapter. Uh, no people know that. <laughs> in any case. Yeah, chapter one, Otto, chapter two, Crux, chapter three, Blastimov. <laughs> Blastimov. You put that in the chat. Yes, Warwick Blastimov. That's... He left for Doom Space to join the Coalition months ago. I used to talk to him regularly using a pair of sending stones, but I, um, I lost my stone on the Rocket Brawl a few days before you all showed up. <sighs> However, I know that he is still on, like, on the planet. Did you use yes. the Find My Stone app? I tried. I forgot to register it. I got locked out of my email oh. address. It tried route to my old one. It, well, it was honestly more trouble than it was worth. You, know, you have to do those things when you get a new sending stone. Should be your first I, step. I know that, I know that now. Uh, I tried calling 10-10-3-2-stone, but I think nobody uses those anymore. Haha, -ha, millennial joke! Ah. Give yourself inspiration, Mark. <laughs> oh, I will. I'll, I'll get a, uh, uh advantage on some for all the future. In any case, when the last we both spoke, uh, Warwick was in doom space on the moon of Arun. He was entreating sentient plant creatures called Artooks to join the coalition. When we arrive in Doom Space, I plan to use the Wild Space Orrery to locate a rune, and then we can locate Blastomov. So, this means we have to travel through Wild Space. Uh, sorry, we are in Wild Space. We have to travel no. through the Astral Sea. We are in Astral Sea. Oh, so we are we're not in the Astral Sea. Oh, so we're going to meet him. I thought we were going to try to find your sending stone. No, no. That's all the way back in the Rock of Brawl, Brawl, and we don't want to go there. You. This is how the astral plane works. You were all in. Let's see if we can actually move some of these to the correct layer. Layer. 
token. You're all in realm space. And you are heading all the way up to Doom Space. All yeah. the way up the top right. These like this essentially like a solar system, you said. Essentially each is a solar system equivalent. Yeah. And you are now traveling through the void between solar systems, but instead of it being the just outer space and nothingness, it is the astral sea. Mechanically are these different planes of existence, or is it not even that? It's just that is the literally... that is the essential idea, the original idea of of right. Wilds of of Spelljammer. Got it. Uh, for for this, it's not going to be a completely different like plane, like Everon or something like that. Okay. Yeah, like I I think in earlier editions, it was literally like you could fly to like Everon or yep Dragonlance or all it... those other places. Yeah, from what I understand, Brilliant. it was basically the a way for. Uh, way for um oh music stop uh way for the to basically put all of the D D stuff into one whole universe one whole setting <laughs> must have must they must have settled on um like the planescape yeah way yeah okay so this will take us oh possibly three weeks to get there we get a long rest. I think you will get a long rest, a, a breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then another long rest for a sequence of maybe 21 times. And that's just to get to the edge of Doom Space. Then we have to get to Artoon, Artoon itself. Artoon? Did I say it was Artoon? It was... The Artooks are the, the creatures. Oh, right. Um, oh, yeah. Arun is the moon. So, there's no telling, and there's no telling what we're running to out there in the astral sea, man. Yep. There's all kinds of things. Yeah, so, so, um, trying to think as a character if Otto's actually just stayed to the solar system or if he's actually been across the astral sea. That'll be completely up to you. Yeah. You've, with Xeno Terminations, you've probably traveled. Maybe not necessarily two other planets and whatnot, but probably across the actual street to track down and hunt. Yeah. Maybe not that much, but at least going on basically, you know, Moby Dick type expeditions. Yeah, I probably must have. I, I think Gip are kind of the uh, species that are just kind of go all, all over since they don't have a home world. Yeah. Um, let's see if I have any. It's just me and the good ship Ladybug. <laughs> With uh, my computer, only only my computer's company. <laughs> Took so much time in the bathroom, that <laughs> computer. Uh, <laughs> now there's no specific thing for the actual C, but you are all going to head into the actual C. We. As the colors of wild space grow more muted, fading into a deepening silver haze. Sorry, the colors of wild space grow more muted, fading into a deepening silver haze. Soon, your ship is immersed in the starry silver clouds of the astral sea. The spelljammer need only think about the destination, doom space, to travel there. You will have about 21 days before you can even get to the edge of the system. 
So in this case, we have a couple things. First off, take a long rest again. I don't think anybody's used anything, but in case you have, there you go. We are now in a period of what is essentially downtime. There is something that you would like to try and do over the 21 days. We can do that. You want to talk to people, learn stuff about something, figure, find some things to do. Look, I hear the the question, like, what, like, what could, what can we do on this ship that would warrant anything? You can poop. Significant. (laughs) So, if anybody wants to attempt to learn a skill, practice something, you have 21 days of downtime to attempt to do that. Some things would be, possibly give you... Uh, extra proficiency bonus or things like that. Whatever I may, if you, if I determine that you can... I'll look at the actual downtime rules that they have and see if anything works. There's also, talking to Topola, she uh, starts making fishing poles. And you learn that there is a thing as astral fishing. Mm. Grimzod uh, brings up, uh, tries to get people to play a game called Dead Hands Dice. Gambling sort of pirate game. Mm. Crux looks like he's going to be taking a lot of time to practice his aim. Um, Randy, Randy, did you you say something? Oh, Whisper is absolutely going to try gambling with the pirate. (laughs) (laughs) Also, uh, um, on top of that, um, in in the uptime, it'll be spent gambling with the pirate or playing with the pirate. And, um, but the, uh, uh, he, he wants to, he wants to impress, uh, uh, Topola. Not, okay. not because he's got a crush or anything, but it's, it's that she like, doesn't immediately think he's weird. <laughs> so he wants to be her friend. Um, but if she has books on her, like if, if she has anything to recommend to him. She's got her spell book. Um, she didn't take much with her as she came, uh, onto the ship. So, she's she's a little light on things. However, you are able to talk to her all you want. Uh, actually, what we should do beforehand is that we should decide, do you want to take the second wind with you? Do you want to, with that, uh, Fell and Grimzod can, uh, for the most part, be the Spelljammer, Spelljammer and take care of the other ship. Otherwise, you can just load up the 20 barrels of various explosives and be on your way. You said take the, the second wind with you. We're on the second wind, right? I'm, I, I'm sorry. The um, You were on the last breath. No, other way around. I'm sorry. You yeah. can take the last breath with you, which is... Um, I, I think I... Well, I think we said, like, it's in no good... In, like, the previous session, it's like, it seems to be in no good shape, which is... Yeah leave it be, but I guess we can change that. I mean, it'd be it'd be a good idea to keep the highly explosive materials off our main ship. And I agree with that. Is Gort, maybe just use uh, it. Is a Gort um, volunteering to be the spelljammer? So I think he's the only spellcaster. I mean, uh, Fell Fell is a spellcaster and can do it. Yeah, but she has yeah. to do the, uh, this ship, right? No, Topola is doing this. Oh, ship. okay. Yeah, Topola's taking over. Yeah, so Topola could do this ship. Fell could do the other ship. 
Or vice can... versa, Topola and Grimzod can go into the other ship and then... Well, they may need some private time, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean. So, Fel... So we'll, we'll continue with that then. Fel and Topola will be on the other ship. I'll write that down. But you can easily converse and you're traveling close enough between each other that can uh, it won't be a problem. They go over, Topola goes over what she knows about the Astral Sea. Uh, actually, I'm going to stop first. Well, I know... If you want to add uh, to your inventory that you have 10 barrels of 10 barrels of alchemist fire and 10 kegs of gunpowder. Each. And of each. That are 10 barrels. You know, I just realized um, I have average intelligence. And my wisdom is is fifteen, so I I can be sagely sometimes. Few <laughs> <laughs> and far I, between. I might be an idiot, but I can have profound thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> you said the um. You said the uh, the princess was like doing like a fishing pole. Not the princess, but Topola. Oh, Topola. I was gonna show her how gift do it, and I start firing wa- wildly into uh, the wild space, hoping hoping to hit something. Well, how do you how do you then reel it back in? Do you tie a little rope to your musket ball? <laughs> I go um I, I um <laughs> I go ah, and I take one of my nets. <laughs> Do you want Whisper to shoot some fish for you? We'll tie some uh, rope to his arrows and he'll, uh, he'll. And if they're within yeah. five feet of each other, he'll be able to hit two for one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, let's take a two minute break as I have to set something up on the map. Um, right. I was trying to put the, uh, just trying to put something on the map and I accidentally put it on the wrong layer and I can't access that layer unless I do something. So let's take a quick break. Okay. I'll put everybody on the. Hit it when I do this. I have something that disables like some layers, and then, but then it's like it doesn't disable the ability for me to put things on it, and then I can't get to it. And I'm like, ah, oh, great. So when does uh, the doldrum is... set in? When you have a drum that's dull. Anyway, enjoy the uh, music. Thanks. Day, day fourteen, in the astro, in uh, wa- in uh, the astral sea. I made a sandwich out of donkeys. <laughs> um, we have <laughs> ran out of peppers for the sandwiches. Um, so they're not as good as they were before. No one else seems to want any sandwiches, which is fine by me because I get to eat them. But there is not much to do. Out of this journey. Nothing to shoot except fish. And they're pretty fast. And when I do get one, no one wants them because they're full of gunpowder. <laughs> and don't uh, make good sandwiches. full of holes. 
and um, we have no practical way to cook to fry the fish, which is the way I like it on where I come from. What I wouldn't give for like, you know, a buffet or something, all you can eat. It's been a while since I had one of those. I saw Whisper staring at me from my bunk one night. I don't know why. <laughs> I wonder how often he does that, and I just happened to catch him this time. <laughs> I'm still Whisper's not sure. I'm still well, not sure what what's the deal with Gort is. Um, <laughs> is he one thing or many? I just don't know. <clears throat> but when I look into his eyes, I think they're real eyes sometimes. And when they look in opposite directions, it freaks me out. Were you, were you going to say, Dear Diary, I caught I caught uh, Otto looking at me again tonight? <laughs> no, whisper, whispers in his diary. <laughs> Dear Diary, I saw the bug on Otto's lip again tonight. <laughs> I don't know if he knows it's there, or I don't know if he cares. Perhaps being a hippo man makes his lips less sensitive than most creatures who have lips. I wonder what having lips is like. I wonder if the bug will return tomorrow night, too. Stoke and I are not so different. I am picturing Otto... No, no pen and paper anywhere near him. He is literally <laughs> saying these in, like, out loud <laughs> with everyone around. Day 21, I wonder if Dante was a figment of my imagination this entire time. <laughs> because... Dictated, not written. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if we're all back, uh, as you can see, I fixed it by putting the second wind, uh, the last breath, on the... Uh page you fixed it I quietly close my invisible diary <laughs> it's, it's good only to, been three hours it's good to have a routine ha 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 ah so um, I believe we're going with um, Coppola and and uh, Dante and I don't have to edit out the break oh, yeah, you were, you were, I'm sorry we were going with <laughs> Otto was going to show how to shoot fish, and then uh, um, Topola basically said, how, "How do you reel them back in?" And I took my net and I threw them on the dead fish, but I forgot to tie something to the net, and now it's just floating away. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just go down. Goes down and turns the ship to go get your net back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gonna take another day, I guess, because we have to turn around. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we have something called a fish oh. suit. You do have a fish suit, which is essentially a space suit. Hmm. However, she hands you a uh, thing of basic fishing equipment. Oh. It says, try this. It's like a set of a bullet, it's a hook. Yes. And you how, can retract it. How do you fire it? Well, hold this, you take it back, and you launch it forward. You see a hook go into the distance and sort of reach the end and just sort of like bounce back in the uh, 
uh, in the gravity plane at, at the outside of the uh, the air envelope, the gravity. Plane. Well, you don't actually really have an air envelope here. You're in the astral sea. So interesting thing about the astral sea. Let me actually bring this up. Uh, there are a couple rules to it that you will be uh, explained by those who are familiar with it. Uh, so for one thing, you don't have to breathe out there. You can survive without breathing. Your option, astral veteran. Astral plane, there we go. So there's no bubble? Like in so, wild space? It's different. There probably still is a bubble, but you can survive outside the bubble, no problem. Hmm. Uh, a creature or ship that wants to travel from wild space system to another must cross the actual sea. Uh, they aren't fixed in certain locations because they're constantly moving. Uh, so it's to traverse the sea. You travel by thought alone. If you don't have a vessel, you can just think. However, everything is extremely far away, and that's not the best solution. But it is a solution. You don't need a map to navigate. You just think with, uh, you have directional awareness. You basically just need to think to where you need to go, and you can go there. The temperature is about the same as a moderate summer day in the uh, temperate region of most worlds. There are no seasons. It's, it remains constant at all times. So, when we're in wild space, you can suffocate outside the bubble, right? In, in wild space, you can. In the astral sea, you can't. Well, I, I gotta ask, Mark. Why is that? Because it's the astral sea. It is not the void of uh, space in wild space. So it's like literally a different thing. Yep. Yeah. It's a literal different thing. It's like if, fishing. It's like if outside the solar system was just like goo, but then he got to the of, solar yeah. system and it was no goo. Okay. More or less. In any case, if you would wish to try astral fish fishing, you could spend an hour and make a survival check. Then give me a survival check. Definitely. Um, auto. Definitely. Six. I want to do the fishing mini game too. Okay, anybody else who wants to um, basically Topola makes enough uh, fish equipment for everybody. Well, so if anybody, everybody have, wants to add fish. I have wood carver's tools, so I helped her. Dante, nice. look, I'm fishing! Oh. I'm fishing! <laughs> uh, unfortunately, at the end of the first hour, neither of you catch anything. Well, it's not about if you catch okay, anything. It's, it's just say... about spending time with friends. The it's real the fish are the friends you made along the way. The thrill of the hunt. If you'd like to try another hour, go ahead. Oh, we have a Any lot of roll. I want to fish for every hour of this journey. All right, 17 times... Uh, so 21 times 16. I'm good with my next hour because I crit succeeded my survival roll. You... <laughs> Doing some pretty useless crits this game. With your crit, I'm going to say not only you catch a fish in like the first three minutes, go ahead and roll 2d10. We're going to take the the higher there, basically giving you uh, the result roll with advantage. Okay. I rolled five, five and eight. eight. Otto, you're like, oh, I'm going to do that too. And you don't. Oh. <laughs> Fish just never comes. You just got to be patient, uh, Otto. With an, with an eight, <laughs> you catch a small yet edible fish. What? You feed up to four people. What? Yeah, they're like they're or like the, the scavers you saw earlier uh, over at Topolis Tower. So like the just the the the, the space fish. 
Awesome. I uh, I split. I make a sandwich and split it with Otto. Otto takes three of the four portions, <laughs> which I call split. a portion. <laughs> <laughs> A light portion. We've <laughs> yeah. uh, got a light snack before the main course. Gort sees uh, them having fun fishing and decides to try it himself. Alright, go for it. Give me a survival roll. Uh, can I use guidance on myself? <laughs> you can, yes. I'm, because I'm actually actively doing it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> say that, yeah, you're just basically just like, not catching fish. Guidance. Guidance. Astral guidance. <laughs> Crit. Another crit. Go ahead and roll me two D10. Whoa! Get your order. Let me pull this. This is ridiculous. We're two D10. Six, a five, and a four. You don't quite catch as uh, the bite you get is a tiny but edible fish. Feeds one person. I just, I, I literally just toss it in my. I just literally. Right in myself. Do, it just we swings it? around yeah. inside of you. Yep. It'll. Yeah. It'll. It's, it's gonna eat you. It, <laughs> it's gonna eat all of your microscopic like goo you're parts. You're gonna wake up one day and it's gonna be like upside down in him, just like floating dead. <laughs> no, no. It, it. It'll. Trust me. Nature will take its course, man. You're gonna get a whole bunch of things like the, the the waterbed with the goldfish in it from uh, Goof Troop or the Goofy movie. Yeah. <laughs> but now the the fish will slowly but surely slow down, and then out. It will event. It does start to start to die. Probably suffocates too now that it's outside the Ashville Sea. Whisper, is there anything you would like to do during this first little bit of the the travel? Well, since Topola is there. Uh doing the fishing. Whispers there. Also trying to learn how to fish. Go ahead and he, give me a survival roll. And he... Oh, thank God. That's one of my good ones. Okay. Fishing oh, pole kind. in each of his pair of arms. <laughs> oh, never mind. Nine. Like, oh, I know how to do this. Yes. Eh. Nothing's happening. What? What am I supposed to do? Nothing's happening. And you do not catch a fish for that first hour. You can try again if you wish. I, I see. I see. Uh, whisper having trouble, and I go help, give him guidance. Never mind. It doesn't even need it. Before you give him guidance, he's already picked it up. He's already got it. Go ahead and roll me one d10. You're see, at the mercy that's of how a Whisper got good with with archery. Is that he sucked <laughs> at it the first time he tried it. <laughs> then he started practicing with it. And so, if there's anything that Whisper is good at. It's that he learns from his mistakes very quickly. <laughs> you catch a tiny, tiny fish. This is a small victory, but a victory nonetheless. Actually, I feed may hey. maybe one person. Don't uh, me. A snack to savor. <laughs> Otto is um, disappointed he's the only one who did not catch a fish, but he uh, tries to put on like a happy face. Like, oh, good. You all caught one except for me. Um, that's why want you, man. Why don't you try one again, man? I'll see if I can give you a little bit of help. I don't know. I don't need your help. I can do it by myself, you little woozy man. You're looking at myself a fish. 
Whisper, while yes. you're eating, watching this. Yeah, he is. You get food poisoning. That tiny fish was probably not very edible for most creatures. You were poisoned for you were poisoned for one hour. Uh, really, nothing's going to happen in that hour that you can do, but that'll teach you to to eat uh, tiny fish from outer space. I'll do it again. I'll do it again later. <laughs> I shall gain immunity to the suspicious poison if I eat a Nautilus. <laughs> I'm already. I've already got. I'm already. Resistant to poison, and I'm a, I got advantage against poison. So you're I mean, not me, it's... are you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like somebody to roll me a one d eight. I'll do it. Okay. All right. Seven. Seven. I had to say it quick because I knew Dustin would. <laughs> um, Otto, as you ro- as you are sitting on deck, kind of being like, I could have cut a fish if I wanted to. I'm better with my gun anyway. You see in the distance, the ship sort of slows down to a bit. As something is nearby, um, you see in the hazy distance look to be horses galloping through the astral sea. Oh, guys! I found a horse fish. I bring my and I take out my gun. Of course, I believe they're called astral sea horses. Crux comes out, takes out his uh, uh, um, spyglass. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Steady aim, steadier, steadier hand. Okay. Those. Those are unicorns. Unicorns in space. <laughs> We're eating good tonight. Do do you fire upon the unicorns? Bad luck to kill unicorns. I I get a good look at them and go against them. I'll be damned. They are unicorns. They they are unicorns. <sighs> I think this might be bad luck to kill a unicorn. Um, they're galloping away. Have I heard stories of like unicorns in the astral sea before? Like, is this something you've heard of many, know? many strange creatures to the point where, um, magical and magical beings and whatnot, that to the point where unicorns would not be in the realm of oddness. Mm. It's certainly not a common sight, but it is something that you'd be like, yeah, yeah, that scans. They're just passing by, taking no notice of us. So I may not say anything. I may, may take it as a good omen. Yeah. I'm the only one I who could, sees them. You know, I could I could speak to them. In theory. Well, I'm... Not to, like, uh, dismiss you, but am I the only one that sees them, or...? You're the one on deck who rolled. Uh, everybody else who might be looking out on deck, uh, or might want to see them, go ahead and roll me a perception check. I'm not looking. Wait, wait. You, uh, some you you sit up, Gort, and you're like, man, something's not right. Something's weird. You look around, you see the unicorns. They're in the distance, pretty far away, but you can see them. Man. Oh, Gort, we could have had <laughs> unicorn steak. With home fries. Oh. Do you think I have enough time to ritually cast speak with animals? Or you know what? We got plenty of time to rest. I guess speak <laughs> with animals, and I yell out, "Hey, what's up, man?" 
You know, unicorns aren't animals. Kind of, one of them kind of, uh, actually, make a, make a performance check as you are attempting to uh, make your voice loud to get their attention. This is, I guess I can't use guidance on so you cast speak with animals. Uh, now with this is not related to that, but you can you can make a guidance on on um, unless speak with animals is concentration because guidance is also concentration. Uh, speak with animals is not concentration; it's ritual, okay. though. But uh, go ahead and guidance, yeah. Okay, uh, performance plus D four. Hold on, it's. You were able to, uh, two of them kind of, like, look back at you as they go by. I put the gun behind my back. <laughs> I like, I like, like, a giant pseudopod, like, comes out and I wave and I say, Hey! What's up, man? You start, like, doing a little thing to, to come up closer, and you hear in your head after they get maybe about 60 feet away from the ship. It's like, oh, hello. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. How about you? Fine. Why were you trying to speak to us in Squirrel? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite what I was going for, but eh, whatever works. We're, I, we don't speak squirrel. We understand the, the hearing the language, but we speak many. Uh, well, how do you put this? Sentient languages, uh, including, as as they are saying, is this appearing in your head? Uh, thought speech, so to so to, so to thought speak. Where well, are you all headed? Oh, we're heading off to Doom Space, man. Oh. Sounds lovely. I've always wanted to go there. Never had a chance. You want to tag along? No, 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 no. We're migrating to, well, horse space. It sounds rough. There's a lovely nebula in there. Is Gort the only one who can hear this? He can, uh, he, only Otto and Gort are on deck, and he's specifically talking back to them. I would say that anybody on deck could hear. Anybody was known. So Otto... Crux and Gort are definitely here. Okay, cool. Just making sure. Hmm? There's tele oh, my... telepathic speech going on, uh, and yeah. I just wanted to see if I was going to get involved, but yep. that's okay. I don't have to. Yes, but uh, well, you you all have a nice trip. Transmissions being crossed. It's like, why am I picking up unicorn? <laughs> hey, man, you you have a nice trip to horse the horse nebula. I guess oh, it. the horse oh, nebula. Well. Yep. Oh, Good luck to your travels. Uh, before you go, uh, and yes, you're not planning on shooting me, are you? Oh, I was planning on it, but I didn't do it. So <laughs> yes. take oh, that what it's worth. Um, but uh, I, I did hear um, a rumor that uh, that if you rub a unicorn's um, horn, it gives you good luck. And we could use all the luck we can get. Kind of like looks at you, blinks. Well, you never heard that before. Make a pers make a persuasion check. <laughs> make an inception or, check. Or deception if you're lying. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, Gord's not going to help you on that. He's just looking at you yeah. confused. 18. Really? <clears throat> I'll have to try it sometime. You got cut off. Hear what he said. Oh, really? I'll have to try it sometime. Good day. And they just start to travel off. Goodbye. You hear them in the distance. They're talking in. Does anybody speak Celestial? That's a I do. I, Gore does in fact speak Celestial. You hear them talking to each other. And it's like, oh, I just want to touch my horn. God, why does everybody always say that? It's weird. Like, that's about, it's sort of like, like just kind of chattering about the what they just had before they get too I, far away and you can't hear them anymore i turned to i turned to auto say you do know that was kind of weird man that's what and the music gets all somber that's what my mother used to say before before she passed on she told me the stories of the lucky unicorn horns and how she always wanted to Touch a unicorn's horn, and I thought, Mother, I'll do it for you one day. And I am, while he is talking, I am literally in midair coming towards him to hug him. <laughs> like, it is. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know, I just wanted to touch a unicorn. I thought it would be funny. <laughs> Gort is literally just hanging off of him, like. Doesn't even hear you. Just just like okay, yeah, get right. guy. I'm just I'm just hugging you. Anyways, Clinch comes out on deck. He's like, "Are we having a group hug?" Oh, I love group hugs. And he kind of kind of squeezes in too. His arm kind of like going a little bit into Gort's body. Oh, okay, yeah, let's do okay. Mm-hmm. And be careful with that, man. Uh, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Wipes it off, kind of like like gets all the words the goop off. Ah, anyway, I see you haven't been wearing the trousers. Is there a reason for that, Gort? Did you not like them? Oh, they were quite wonderful, man, but I just, I don't wear pants. I, no, I thought you had lost yours and needed a new pair. That's why I gave it to you first. No, no, I just don't wear pants, man. (sighs) I, but they are very nice pants and I will find some way to wear them if well, I know you don't have to. I can ju- just keep them in case you need for a disguise or something as a humanoid shape. I do need an extra notch in my belt if uh, you have the time. I have lots of time. I, We're... See, there's nothing to do in here, and uh, you have an endless supply of sandwich meat. And uh, Yes. It's just, you know, not good for my figure. It's, well, ca- it's I, kind I of your one, fault. Two. Look, do you want the hole in the notch or not? Or would you like me to take your belt and fill in the old holes? Extra hole, please. Belt, please. Hands it, holds his hand out. Take off the belt. Thank Hit you. Pants fall immediately awesome. down. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <sighs> Everyone laughs. <Goes> in. <laughs> he does, uh, he does put a couple more holes in here. Does, just... 
a couple more holes in the in the belt. Well, any other touch-ups that things need? Clothing. He does finish uh, some uniforms for everybody over the the course of the next three weeks. Uh, I would like somebody, everybody, to roll me a perception check. Perception check. Perception check. Well, okay. <laughs> well, first time I've ever rolled bad on that. Thirty twenty. Whisper. Mm-hmm. While you were on deck, you see in the distance at one point, a couple days later after the last thing, um, a large, gargantuan, floating, crystal ice-looking obelisk. In the distance. Uh, we'll destroy the world. There's an obstruction. Uh, should we uh should we go around? I said we go right through it. No, of course we should go around. Well, somebody should probably tell Felon and uh, Topol of that, so we don't run into the thing. <laughs> Can they not see it? I mean, they probably can. They're probably trying to do this too, unless they've fallen asleep. I don't know. Um, the uh, the ships do take, you know, they go around the big thing. Um, it's not hard to to miss. Going by, you see. Give me an investigation check for anybody who is watching it as you go by. I'll uh, I'll do investigation as well. Well, Gord didn't really see it, so I don't think he would. I mean, you'll you'll all see it as it's as it come by. It's not really. It's, it's a huge thing in the distance, bigger than the ship. So, Gord don't know anything. But I didn't Gork. see it. It's not there. <laughs> Gord's just kind of off in his own world today. Oddly enough, everybody else uh, looks like there's a large, large creature trapped within the obelisk. Otto, you can make this out to be. Possibly a Tarrasque. This is alive. Those are scary, right? <laughs> it's not. It's not moving. You can't tell if it's breathing or not. Doesn't look. Doesn't look like it's decayed. Now, they, you said the object is an obelisk, so it looks Large man-made. Obelisk. It looks man-made. Looks. Looks. A little bit, yeah. Definitely doesn't look like natural rock formation, but, you know, Ashel Sea, who knows? I think this is the first time Otto has ever seen a Tarrasque. I bet many people haven't. And, like, I have heard legendary stories about this creature. How it's nearly impossible to kill. One of the greatest monstrosities ever to roam whatever world it's doomed to walk on. And I'm kind of fascinated by it. Ship starts to pass. I want to, I want to, get, I want to get a closer look. I, I run what? down the stairs to the... Uh, closer look at what, man? It's a terrascule! A terrasculine! A terrasculine! I run down the stairs. Try to... Oh, fell to slow down. Can I? Can I understand what he's trying to say? Yeah, you, you, you'd probably know what a Tarask is uh, tangentially. 
Unreal. But you you don't see it. You like well, lights must be playing tricks on his eyes, shining through the crystalline obelisk. You're saying there's a Tarask in there, man? Frozen I, in the, in the whatever crystal sculpture that is. Like I, I must get a closer look. You get down. You get down to Fell, and Fell kind of turns to you and says, "If we slow down now, we're pro we're just we need to hurry up and save your world. It's going. To, we're wasting three weeks of time getting there. Who knows how long it's going to take before your world is destroyed? That's the only one. Plus, I I also don't want to be around a Tarask in case it wakes up. Wouldn't that be so cool? We'll circle around and see it on the way back." If you're good. And you want a peanut butter sandwich? Yeah. Okay. You know where the mess hall is. Well, ice go, cream. Go <laughs> we we don't have a cool we don't have a cooler on the ship. You have to have a uh... Yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe go fishing. Just <laughs> <laughs> really want well, ice cream. <laughs> no, go want it over there. I'm busy. Uh. The, the, I, I know. <laughs> at least I uh, saw it from a distance. <laughs> I wonder what its story yeah. is. Why is it in the astral sea? Why is it in a a, a chunk of crystal? And why does the crystal look like an obelisk? As you ran down into the uh, the the spell jamming uh, quarters, spell jamming helm area. Um, Unbeknownst to you, on the other side, out of view from you going in there, was a plaque floating around that probably had a historical marker story on it. Oh. But you never see it. Too bad. <laughs> and you continue. Everybody can take another long rest if you've used anything. I know that Gort did. Yeah. <laughs> We're all pretty much just getting plenty of long rests at this point. Hmm. We are very, very well rested. Dear diary, each Where long is rest is kind of bleeding into each other, and I'm not really <laughs> sure how many days it's been. I suggested we count the rings on our living tree's uh, trunk to see the passage of time, but he says that's not how it works, you big dummy. Love Otto, goodbye. <laughs> Uh, as you are, um, as you're continuing, um, Grimsod comes out. And is like, all right, who would like to play a game of Dead Hands Dice? Again? That's all you I ever mean, play. I, I yeah, mean, I, but... got, I have no money, man. I'd just be playing dice. There's something you have to have that you can you can ante and bet. Um. Hold your your little uh, brain hat. And I can spot 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 you, Gort. Uh, play yeah. Too. yeah, you do have that. You do have that plushie. So anybody who would like to play, it is a five gold piece ante. Buy it. It's a lot. Maybe I can't spot you, Gort. <laughs> no, uh, Gort. Gort is not getting rid of his plushie. <laughs> Here's the fish I ate three days ago. Would you like that? Yeah, some fish bones. <laughs> yes, I will bet five gold. Okay. All right, so who is it? And Gort, I really can if you want. West if you do. Uh, person. 
I mean, sure. If you want to spot me, I'll pay you it back been, later, man. It's been spotted. It's like no, right. I'm so bored. I wanted to play dice with a with a vampire. I mean, I, I tossed five gold pieces. Toss five. So here's how it is: the each player will choose any number of d6s, and you shake them into a cup. Everybody rolls and reveals their dice at the same time. Obviously, we can't really do that here. Just roll and do the honor system. The player with the highest total wins. However, if anybody rolled a one on any of their dice, they automatically lose. Okay. This is a private, right? Interesting. Is this I mean, how many d6s do I roll? I mean, is, as many chips. as you want. Are these rolls private? I'm asking, or, is, or are they? Uh, the well, I mean, we'll all you're all supposed to roll and reveal at the same time, but you can just go ahead and roll them as everybody who was already in is going to roll them and just throw them in. If you can roll them privately, feel free. Um, but we have to tell everybody anyway. It's just a little harder yeah. over the internet. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll use my app then. Wait, and, so and the many, big thing. How many supposed to roll? As so, many as you want. Is a, pressure, the more, is a pressure luck, luck uh, game where... But the more, the more you roll... Yeah, sorry, you go ahead. The more you roll, the more chances you have to roll a one. I lost. And yep. a one is instant <laughs> lose. So that's that's the problem. And... Okay. Oh, roll a one. So did Grimzod. You pick, I was going to do four. So did Dante. So did Dante. Whisper only rolled one die. Yes. Wow. I mean, you it's... win, but uh, you win. Wow. <laughs> you get uh, five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five gold. That's and amazing. Five of it was yours, so you've netted twenty gold. <laughs> Thank you. It's no fair. He was reading our minds. He does that. <laughs> I can't read minds. I can only put words in there. He said. He told me to roll four. Yeah, he told me to roll once. <laughs> Yeah, that's the game of Dead Hands Dice. Whoever has the dead hand has the dice. Like, Whisper is just extremely matter-of-fact, like, why would you roll more than one dice? There's a higher chance of getting a one. <laughs> like, and, he, he doesn't make any sense to him. We're all trying to explain <laughs> statistics and odds and probabilities, and he's, like, pointing to his dice. <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> Gort just Gort doesn't care. He he just wanted to roll some dice. He's happy. I would like somebody to roll me somebody to roll me a D I think it's a D one hundred. Let me check. Mark where it is in the book. I think it's at, I think it's at the start. Uh... Sorry, I'm trying to find the table that I need to roll off. Of. Somebody roll me a D100 in the meantime, and if it's not, I'll just have it roll again. Oh yes, that's right. It's in the other book. <laughs> uh, I did, Nick. I rolled kind of low. I mean, that's okay. It's a random table. I think you roll higher, Dustin. Twelve. Roll me a uh, another D one hundred, please, and then tell me highs or first. Tell me highs or lows, and then roll me a D one hundred. Let's go highs. Okay. Okay. I have to look up something because this is uh, random tables. 
The next sort of th notable thing is that you see in the distance... You sort of been you sort of been feel, been feeling bad because you didn't see the Tarask in the obelisk. Everybody else did. You you barely saw the obelisk when it was in the distance and fell like so. You've been on deck a lot looking around. In the distance, you eventually see this ginor gigantic squid tentacly looking fish like thing. Getting upon further inspection, there are like teeth or horns or spikes coming out of it. You see this. Nope, wait. You see this. Oh, don't like oh, that. Oh, boy. Oh, man. I don't like that. Gord is not happy. A lot of eyes and teeth and claws. Are those teeth on its tentacles? Yeah, much. I think... Got yeah. Teeth everywhere. Nothing good can come from that thing, man. You look closer. All of the eyes are closed. It's still moving a little bit. But you think that, for all intents and purposes, it is asleep. Oh, we just need to... I, I... I, I very quietly go up to... Who's spell jamming the ship right now? Uh, Fell. You're probably on Fell. Fell? I go. I quietly go up to Fell and I say, Fell, we need to move very quickly and very fastly. She kind of like does something in the, uh, the helm. It's like, oh, oh, I see what you mean. Because as the spell jammer, she can sort of have a... Sort of a camera anywhere on the ship. Yeah, yeah, let's... Starts to move the other ship goes uh, in in turn with it. Um, you know, I'll go by the cosmic horror. Yeah, I I don't think it'd be a good idea to mess with that thing. Oh, oh no, that's that's not good. Passes by, nothing, never the wiser. And with that. Does anybody have anything else they'd like to do in the full downtime? Any training? Any any research? Anything that they could possibly do to improve their character? Uh, I think that at this time, my beer that I was brewing with my brewer's supplies has become ready. So we drink that. Is it okay. good? Go ahead and roll me a... Um... Probably a wisdom brewer supply kit. Proficiency. Okay. So roll a wisdom check and add your proficiency bonus, which is probably um, three. Is so twenty three. Twenty three. Yes, this is some really really good thing. In fact, I'm going to have everybody go ahead and have uh, roll me a one d roll me two d four. Uh, not everybody. Sorry, uh, Bryce. Go ahead and roll me two d four. Everybody will have six temporary hit, hit points for the next Ayo. That's good stuff. Okay. So everybody can add that to their, their thing, and that just won't go away at the if you have a long rest beforehand. Um, does anybody else way. want to have try? Anybody else have any other things they would like to try? Um, 
Mm. I guess I could just, I guess I could do a, I guess I could just do a uh, augury and see if things are going to be okay. But it's, uh, the problem is augury is kind of limited to like 30 minutes. Yeah, it's really not going to so give we, you. We would need, and what we what we need, would need is a divination, but yeah, I don't quite have what I need for it, man. Yeah, well, okay. Is there, uh, is there any way to um, like make a weapon magical or anything like that, or uh, making it magical? Probably not. You would need some sort of recipe or yeah. some sort of ability to to know how to do that. So that uh, I cannot... Whisper knows how to do that. How so? He has magic item. I can... Oh, you, you the spell That's... magic item doesn't could turn an item magical or anything. Right? It makes the, the attack damage magical, I believe. Okay. Magic okay. weapon? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I have. It Sorry. doesn't, like, imbue the... It doesn't permanently imbue a weapon with magical properties. Okay. Yeah, it's like a temporary thing. You touch a non-magical weapon until the spell weapons it becomes a magic weapon with plus one bonus to attack. I think Otto would be get so bored on this journey um, <laughs> that, like, at one point she, he's going to go to the um, I forgot her name, but the elf princess. Z- Zadali. Yeah, Zadali. And I say, teach me elf. Let's do it. I need something to pass the time. Well... Uh, I mean, I guess I'm, uh, to be honest, I'm quite bored, too. It's been I, mean, I learned Draconic during a doldrums, and there's this dragonborn on board, and he's taught me Draconic, and so. Okay. Uh, let me look up the downtime for training. I had a book, I had a, uh, a stone on tape, how to speak Dragonborn. <laughs> it was what point five, you know, was reciting it to me. It was very monotonous. Let's see. Uh, receiving training usually takes at least ten work weeks, so we'll say that you can learn a very of uh, a slight bit of Elvish during this time. You obviously, won't be able to do it. You'll be able to learn the. We'll say you could ident. You'll be able to identify the speech and the basic gist of things. As long as I know. Um, Where's the kitchen? And uh, <laughs> and um, alternatively, where is your bathroom? Princess Adali says that's honestly one of the first things we used to, we teach people. Yes, very important. Uh, go ahead and roll me an intelligence check, and this will be for how well you take the take in the language if you're able to do it or not. And how much of it you'll, you'll be able to do. Five. The five. We'll say that you're able, you, you really just can't focus and you can't do it. You're, you're, you get enough to be able to identify Elvish script. So many syllables. So many <laughs> um, weird, weird symbols over the letters. So uh. we'll say that you're able, so you can add to your character sheet that you can identify Elvish script. Uh, and let's see, Dante did something, Gort did want to do something, Otto wanted to do anybody else? Going once? Going twice? 
Yeah, you can't. Gort really can't think of anything he'd want to do, anyways. Okay. Sold. Coming up in the towards the end of it, maybe day twenty or so. You do spot something else. You start going through a small debris field. Spot looking around. Looks to be a lot of things intact. Could be some salvage in this flotsam. Anybody would like to try and identify salvage? Yeah. Please go ahead and give me a uh, perception check. Nope. Twenty-three. Oh no, you have advantage. Uh, with your twenty-eight, you'd see at one point a boat floating, jolly boat, with a chest in it. Like treasure, ahoy, man! And I point uh, to where the, I kind of point out to where it is. Whisper, you see it as well? Mm. What'd you like to do? I go, I go, I go bug. I can't remember her name, man. Fell, Crux, Flinch. Fell. Fell. I go bug fell and tell her, hey, we found some treasure, man. Can we kind of divert to go get it? Coin? Uh, it's been a while since we've seen coin. All right. Slows the ship down, goes on over. You're able to, if you wish to, go on down and examine it, pull it up somehow. What would you like to do? You go, Your ship is now close enough to for you to be able to interact with the jolly boat and treasure chest. Hey, Otto, you're pretty strong, aren't you, man? Otto's busy eating a sandwich. Okay. Hmm. Uh, hmm. You there, Joey? I'm here. Okay. I was asking if he's pretty. What now? We found Gort some treasure. Wants your help. <laughs> um. It's okay, I, I helped them. Sorry, I thought you were doing your thing, your own thing. No, this is his own thing. He's found some treasure and is uh wants to wants help bring it onto the ship. Auto helps. Okay. Glad I can help. Use your net, you kinda of bring it back up. You uh go ahead and roll me a uh, athletics check for anybody who's Trying to bring the boat up. I guess I... Can I just give advantage to... Yeah, you can, can do get, that if you wish. Uh, I'm just going to give it... Yeah, I'm going to use a help action for to help... Uh, 18. Auto. 18, okay. Yeah, you're able to just kind of like get it up with some, some netting and some ropes and whatnot. Put it on the deck. Get the whole jolly boat up. Uh, I, and, hope uh, there's a I hope there's a Tarascan here. <laughs> just... Chest sort of secured, seems to be secured in the uh, in the boat itself. You know, it could be a mimic chest, man. I drop it. Whoa, what? I it's mean, it's already on deck. I mean, it could be. I guess anything could be. Now I'm thinking about it. 
<laughs> I mean, you were looking for a creature. There's a pretty good creature, right? Yeah, you know, I, man. Yeah, but I don't like. I, I uh, I lean in. I'm afraid of mimics. I mean, they are pretty fearsome. Because well, not that they're necessarily super duper dangerous. It's just that like to know what I'm hunting, and if it could be anything, then it could be hunting you. And I, I mean, you know, and I eye the chest. It could be planning its attack right now, for all we know. <laughs> can I can I check and see if it's a mimic? To, uh, to make sure. it? give me give me a investigation check or a, a medicine check if you're looking. I take, I take for, like, a step lights. back. But I take Wonderbus and I point it directly I'm at it. A, like hands I'm gonna do shaking. a medicine check. Yeah. Okay. Medicine. I have a better medicine check. Nat Good. twenty. Nat twenty. The chest is definitely not a uh, mimic. It's not a mimic, man. <sighs> what if those? But what if it's a mimic? It's one of those mimics where you can't tell it's a mimic. Uh. And once you start going down that line of thought, man, then everything's a mimic. <laughs> I, I, the other crew members, any one of you could be the mimic. I was like, oh, stop it. Are we going to open the chest or not? I kind of want my share of this. Uh, <sighs> aim on good with some thieves tools, man, because this thing's probably locked. God, that would be a cool campaign, like the thing parody. Yeah, I think like someone on the ship. I help him open it up. Okay, you go on over. Character uh, growth. It, I am no longer it, scared. It looks like it's not okay. locked, but it's kind of like stuck. Um, uh, you'll have to kind of like force it over. Give me an athletics check. Can I, can, can I guess? Can I help him with this too? Yeah, but you that... can help him. Yeah, sure. 15. 15. Can I get... I can't... Okay. Since I'm helping him, I can't give him guidance. So. Uh, I mean, you could give him guidance beforehand, but you didn't. You, you decided yeah. to help him. Um, uh, 15 looks like you're trying to open it up, and it does seem like it's just about to give way. Does a 24 hit you, Joey? Um, yeah. You take 9 bludgeoning damage, as the Jolly Boat is a mimic. You never actually took the chest out of the jolly boat. You were trying to open it up from inside of it. What's the, what's the jolly boat? It's the lifeboat sort of thing, remember? No. It is a mimic. I didn't check the boat to be a mimic. Yep. Oh, man. <laughs> I feel... Uh, Gore feels like a fool. How much do I take? Nine bludgeoning damage, and you were grappled by the boat. Oh. <laughs> 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 I blame I'm you, Bart. I blame you. I blame myself, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gort is mortified. <laughs> Trying to open this thing, and then the, the, the robo just chomps me. Go ahead and roll initiative. Uh, anybody who's on deck as part of this would probably just be uh, Fell. Um, uh, there's no tokens. Uh, I, you're I right. Just, you're right. I didn't. Uh, let me. Let me. Let me just move all these to the uh, layer. I trusted you, Gorch. I trusted you. 
So there on the top left of the screen, your tokens uh, should appear. I would definitely be running up when I heard this. I think I I don't know where I would be, but I'm going to make my way towards it. So I'm going to get into the initiative. Yeah. So, um, oh, these tokens always up here. No, I, uh, I, I had them hidden. Okay. Um, I guess I zoned out at the beginning of it. Uh, did we find this chest on, on the rowboat? Yes, I told you. Pulled up the rowboat, the jolly boat itself, okay. and it was it was attached to the jolly boat. It was sort of like fast secured in there. Yeah, okay, I thought when he said ship, it was like a big ship, not just a little ship. Okay. Um, well, I, yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, that's my fault. I was, I was <laughs> you were so you were so so worried about whether or not the chest was a was a was was. I a, mean, I had a net twenty. Could I have not it? Since I was examining the chest, could I... Uh... You could have if I were going to do that, but it also says that uh, it is indistinguishable when it doesn't move. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's why you can't tell if it's a mimic. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, in any case, did everybody roll initiative who wanted to be in the uh, combat? No, let me... Here we go. Sorry about that. There you go. Well, you're in last anyway. Everybody is caught off guard, so the mimic is going to take a uh, a surprise route, even though it's already started. Um, it's going to attempt to uh, pseudopod you again, getting another double number. Uh, a does a seventeen hit you, Otto? Um. Oh, just hits it. Just hits. You take eight bludgeoning damage. It's... You are. It's even. You're just stuck to this thing, by the way. Yeah. It's just trying to like collapse on uh, on top of you. Uh, then we go to normal thing. Fell is up. Uh, she's like, well, that's no good. Uh, uh. She makes two dagger attacks on it, hitting uh, both of them, doing a total of um, ten damage. She just takes two quick stabs into the boat, just be like, kind of confused where to stab, and then just stabs right on. Dante, you're up. <laughs> All right. How do you fight a boat? <laughs> I guess I guess I confusingly also kind of. Can I get next to it? Yeah, I guess it's, yeah. It's just, it's a creature. It's a boat. It's not like it has a big it's, ring around it or something. It's a boat. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start punching at the boat. <laughs> okay. Boat punch. Twelve just hits. All right, that one is going to take 11 bludgeoning. And maybe it's weak to bludgeoning since it's made of wood. And then my second it is not attack. Made of wood. It just looks like it's wood. Take 11 and the 15 hits as well. Don't However, you are, now, you are now stuck to it as it oh. is very sticky. You hit it with one hand and then you hit it with the other, and your hands are both just kind of like stuck onto it right now. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> um, it's a, oh, no. It's a. Oh, no. <laughs> then okay here's here's what i'm gonna do so when i hit it with the first punch and i get stuck to it i hit it uh what size is the boat before i ask you it is a I... large creature okay and i am uh, it is large one size larger than me yes, yes. okay so then large. 
So I get stuck to the with the first fist, and on the second one, when I hit, I activate Crusher, which is going to move it five feet away to an unoccupied space, provided it's no more than one size larger than me. And I am totally fine if I am way too stuck, and I go with it because that's hilarious. I will let yeah, because this is less of a grapple and more an adhesive sort of thing. Okay. Um, I will say that the force movement doesn't automatically make you lose it, but I will say that um, Otto, give me a dexterity save with disadvantage, and uh, Dante, give me a dexterity save. Eight. Eight. Twenty-six. So you push the thing and you get ripped off of it, uh, Dante. You're able to escape it. Uh, Otto, you go with it as the boat slides a little bit. Oh, was not what I planned. It's taking me with it. <laughs> Otto. Otto, you are up. Okay, so do I have my hands free? Uh, you're grappled. You're not necessarily okay. just completely stuck with, but you're you know you're 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 not restrained. Okay, I'm gonna start hacking at this thing with my uh my battle axe. Yep. Or my great axe. So attack one. Nine misses. Well, you have to hit it first. That's yeah. damage. Oh, I did. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that misses. Eight misses. Yeah. Fourteen. Uh, Twenty. Twenty hits. Six damage. Uh, that was a. Look at a little hurt. That was a two. We'll reroll that. Oh, wait, that's yeah. all for a piercing. Never mind. Yeah. So I have to take this is... Um. Just get a lance, then you'll have piercing damage. Anything my... else? Hold on. I'm reminding myself what my slasher feat is. Um, if I took it. Uh, if I can find my thing. Or my, um. Great weapon. It would be under. It would be under where feats are, which is all the way at the bottom of the features and traits. Uh, creature should uh, once per turn you hit a creature with attack that deals slashing damage. I don't think you I take a slasher or piercer. Sorry, I'm just having a brain fart about the. Uh, yeah, it's like a, maybe with great weapon fighting. I took. Okay, um, you can reroll one or two on damage dice with melee weapons with two hands. So I rolled a two, so I can reroll that. You can reroll that. Go ahead. Okay. I knew I had something like that. Cool. Uh, I'm just like freaking out so much. Like, no, no, you are going to die. Oh, wait. I have to look at my rolls. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's um, much better. Doing an additional 14. eight damage. Eight damage. Yeah, it's just about bloodied. Anything else, Otto? Um... Since I'm canonically terrified of this thing, I'm going to use my actions action surge. Okay. And uh, attack two more times. Yeah, right, roll me two attacks. Uh, three Miss. misses and uh, another three misses. Three, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you you start you start attacking it uh, like the the axe gets stuck to it, so you just start trying yeah. to like kick it to do it and it's just not doing anything yeah yeah once it connects it like won't come out i'm like oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> anything else that's it gort gort sees that this thing's pretty uh i would say he's this thing's on the edge yeah 
Uh, then he just he's not going to do anything special and just goes towards the dead. Okay. I should say he's not on the edge. He's bloodied, so he's bloodied. still very hurt. Uh, uh, Tolda needs to make a wisdom save. Yep. Our mimics wise. Wisdom save? No, it's too smart. It's too smart. Seventeen. Matches. Ah, oh, just beats it then. Beats it. Beats it. Hey. No, no, no. It, it, its roll beat it. Yeah. The roller wins. Oh. Then nothing happens, I think. Yep. Done. Nothing happens. It's indestructible. <laughs> Save uh, yourself. How 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 badly is Otto hurt? Oh, not much. <laughs> he's, he's just... <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, I'm just gonna use a bonus action healing word on auto. Right. Okay. Seven points back. Uh, actually, I think there's more to that. Hold on. Let's see here. One. Oh, get spells. Oh, I had a D, another D four to that. Let's roll another d4. Who needs potions? 11. Nice. So he, he gets back 11 health. She back to full. Otto, looking at you, looking down at the things, the sides of the boat just sort of like crumple in a little bit, and then teeth come right out of it, and it's uh-huh. just like a bear trap right onto you as it makes a bite attack. It's a 14 hit. Does not. Who did you say? Otto. I assume a 14 does not hit? Does not hit. Nope, he's a 17. As uh, you manage to just sort of like, like uh, get close to lift your battle axe up enough that the edges of it kind of like catch on that and it kind of like misses getting you any any further. Whisper, you are now up. Yeah, he is. You're correct. I, Whisper, barely even knowing what the hell is going on, uh, is just gonna loose arrows at whatever it is people are attacking. Like, he's like, there's a boat with teeth, <laughs> and Otto is like, "Get me! Get it off me! Get it off me! Get it off me! Get it off me!" Ah! I'm just thinking of the scene in the thing when they're dissecting the body, <laughs> and like it's a mouth appears yeah. in the chest cavity. That's what I'm imagining yeah. here. Uh, but go ahead and roll your attacks. Twenty-two will hit for eleven. I better be able to hit a damn boat. Fourteen hits for five. This thing is looking really bad, but still, still. Still, uh, not quite rock the boat yet. <laughs> Anything else? Well, that's all I want to do right now. Yeah, okay, okay, that's good enough. I'll be right back, though. Right. I gotta go to the bathroom. Um, Fella's gonna come up on her turn, and she's gonna t- cast Inflict Wounds. And needs to make a melee spell attack. Uh, she gets uh, she gets a D six added to that. Uh, she doesn't need it because she did sixteen, and she does twenty five oh. necrotic damage. And she just like <laughs> goes up and just like touches it and starts crumbling, oh, just around, killing it, and freeing 
Otto from his mimicky prison. Well, we are out of initiative. I'm not a mimic. You said. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I tried. And plus, I checked the chest, not the boat. How was I supposed to think about the boat being a mimic, man? For my entire life, without being hunted by a mimic, until today. I, it's not your fault. I just need an extra sandwich to calm down a bit. And hopefully the sandwich won't try to eat me. I stomp off. Well, on the plus side, we did get <laughs> we did get some loot. Hopefully, I don't even care. Hello, a, I don't even I care do. what's in the I'm chest. Going, Fell kind of points off. Well, I do. I'm going to go ahead and uh, she like hits the hits the chest a couple of times. <sighs> I think you're right. It's not a mimic. Kind of like finishes the job that you started, Otto, and like it's the baby moon. The baby moon. <laughs> the baby mimic. There's, there's a clutch of mimic eggs in there. <laughs> they all open their mouths hoping to get fed. <laughs> oh, it's like little baby birds. <laughs> <laughs> you open up a chest and there's a bunch of little baby chests in there going, mum, 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 mum. <laughs> Inside, <laughs> yeah. Inside, there's seven gold pieces in coinage. And I'm going to say there's going to be a common magic item. Somebody roll me a uh, a D100. Ooh, I'll do that one. <laughs> Sorry. I... Uh-oh. What'd you get? Looks like Gordon 65. got it. 65. 65. Nice. Let me see if I can do a quick thing on here. Uh, filter. Common. Save. 65. So, Mark, tell me the truth. When Dustin said yep. it might be a mimic, how much did you smile internally? A little bit. I made it so the uh, the chest itself was not a mimic. I was de- I was debating when I was thinking this up, because I had this idea a long time ago when I first started playing D&D. It was like, oh, what if there's flotsam, but there's, like all this stuff's a, a mimic? Um, so, I decided, again, I didn't know how much to throw at you, so I was just like, yeah, let's do this one, just for funsies. Oh, was this, um, for- oh, was this not in the book? It's not in the book. Nope. Okay. Good job. That's fine. That's fine. I Let's enjoyed see. it. <laughs> Scared the hell out of us. <laughs> the 60 what? Five. Seven, eight, nine, ten. And we'll save that you find. Let me go past that. Anti mimic spray. You find an orb. Inside mechanical sort of orb, orb, orb. I know that's what I said. About three three pounds. Orb. Over the next hour, everybody can take. You know, next time they have you find this is an orb of time. While holding this orb, you can use an action to determine whether it is morning, afternoon, evening, or nighttime outside. This property functions only on the material plane. <laughs> Which it, we're not in. Yeah, is this the material plane? You're still in the material plane, yes. <laughs> but feel free, somebody can, uh, whoever wants... Oh, damn it, I accidentally popped the chat out. Refresh oh, the that's the worst. I hate doing that, because there's no way to put it back. quit now. <laughs> but, uh, somebody can add an orb of time common magic item. 
Uh, who needs to know the time? Ooh, Ooh if, I, if I counted a little differently, because I assume that you almost got a moon-touched sword. Oh, man, that would have been nice. <laughs> um, that would have been nice for someone else, but not me. <laughs> and in any case... Um, if, if, if Gord wants it, I'll, I'll deal with that. Okay. I'm. I don't. I, I'm full on magic items. If, seriously, if anybody want, else wants it, I, I'm full on magic items at the moment. As you describe, as you determine that, you can uh, all take final long rests, get all your stuff back, everything, and we can continue mm. on the twenty-first day. The silvery haze thins as oh, the ship enters a. Silvery haze thins as the ship enters a system that appears to have no sun. The ship glides between colossal fragments of smoky gray crystal, remnants of an outer shell of fantastic proportions. As silent and lifeless as a graveyard, Doom Space gives a new meaning to the phrase dead of night. After three days of travel through the labyrinth of crystal shards, you catch sight of a yawning black vortex, limbed, limbed? in dim light. Must be a typo. <laughs> Using the wild space orrery, Crux takes it out, opens up the sort of little holographic image comes out of the space of the wild space system itself, and you see essentially this. When you say sunless, you mean like the sun is practically there dead. is no sun. There is no sun. Well, aren't they trying to revive their suns? This is not. Xerxes space. This is Doom space. Where oh, the co oh, coalition oh. is there yet? Yeah. Okay, I thought I thought it wasn't Doom space. Okay, never mind. Nope. Yeah, you're you're in Doom space. Okay. Crux taking it out. You see this says there. Crux points at uh, the biggest of the outer moons. Say that you can also, if I can select things, I will show them. Move uh, advanced layer. Well, let's go to Yort. <laughs> I think that's all of them. Nope, that one too. Was oh, this a black Yort, hole? Yort. Not quite. There, Crux says, pointing to the biggest of the outer moons. Arun is just seven days away. With luck, that's where we'll find my old comrade, Warwick Blastemoth. His mission here is to create a unity of chaos, and knowing him, he's done a bang-up job. So, just just as, as um, Crux says, after ten days, you arrive at the moon. Flashes of light on the surface of a rune can be seen from orbit. As the ship descends towards the moon, you see a wasteland dotted with pillars of rock. Arcs of lightning creep from pillar to pillar. The ship heads towards a plateau that is 100 feet tall, a mile wide, and covered with jungle foliage. Knowing the ship can't land safely, Crux gives the order for the ship to hover just above the treetops. He then shouts, Mr. Flinch, drop the ladder! On that command, the Hidozi releases the end of a rope ladder that extends 50 feet to the ground. He turns to... All of you. Who shall join me on the away team? 
I think mm. the four player characters will. <laughs> I'll hang back. No. Bell yes. <laughs> is obviously in in the ship. I actually have a question I would related yes. to uh something we were talking about earlier. Um did we hear that the the the, the Empire was, was doing those vines on multiple planets or was it just stars? Topola had seen it on other planets. She didn't necessarily say it was in at the same time. So, um, but oh, that's right. It was like has... over, over the course of a long time. So it's, yeah. it's just our planet at the moment. That's like as far as you can tell. Yes. Okay, I was just wondering that. Right. Um. Well, well, we we're talking to the princess, like. Is this something that they had to do like every you like a, every fifty years or something in order to keep the star from burning out? Or she responds saying that her father and the empire has done this on occasion over the years, centuries, whatnot. Okay. Planets will not. Plant alone doesn't keep a star infinitely fed with energy and life. So I, I've been meaning to ask you for the past twenty. 21 days. Yes. Exactly what the deal is. Alright. Okay, that's well, a, that's one to know if there are other plans. But... Yeah. She, she doesn't give too much information. She's really just mainly concerned about getting the throne back. And sleeping, apparently. And sleeping. Uh, who's on the away team? I am. I, get, I, I guess I am. I am too. All right. Hopefully, start tracking. Uh, need to find a hippo person, kind of like myself and Otto. Um, Found one. Not oh, as good. Auto. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> am I looking? Please make a survival check. Oh, it's like I'm back in my element. In the jungles, hunting prey. Survival, you said? Yep. 20. Just as you're about to say, he's like, yep, hippo tracks. You see that they lead to Commodore Crux right in front of you. Before a witty retort or any sort of com comedic sort of uh, exchange of comments can happen, a shot rings out. A few seconds later, a uniformed gif. Gif. Uh, layer. Look at layer. Breaking character is supposed to be GIF. <laughs> a, unif an un a uniformed GIF bursts through the foliage with a musket in one hand and a look of panic on his face. Uh, apologies in advance, he shouts as he makes his way to the rope ladder. Oh. Pellets of radiant light fly through the air, narrowly missing you as several starfish-like plant creatures creep out of the jungle and advance threateningly. And I didn't know where we were going to start, so I got to put them out on the map. And I will need everybody to roll initiative. Great. What was the last time this many gift were in the same place? Gift town. The Rock Brawl. That's, that's true. Yeah. It's like the only place. Also, 19, 1995 websites. Yeah. All of them under construction.
initiatives. Well, this is a big old battle. These things. They are the plant-like starfish. I thought I added a uh, jungle fight music. Maybe I didn't. So we'll just good good old-fashioned rap battle. So is he like doing the Jack Sparrow run as he's being chased by the a little bit the monsters? This one's actually probably down here instead. Let me see that one. All right, Blastemoth is actually up first. Um, he turns back uh, and the gun clicks. It's like um, out of ammo, and he's just going to basically um. Make his move there as he's trying to turn around and, and fight. He's uh, not quite out of range of everything that's attacking him. First rule of the hunter of... is you bring plenty of ammo. Oh, uh, give me some of yours. I will. Otto, you're up. Uh, can you use a free action to toss him a uh, pack of ammo? Sure, I'll give you that. Yeah, give him a pack of ammo. All right, that's uh, 10 bullets. All right. And yes, since I'm keeping track of them, I'll take them out. Good, thank you. Actually, I can't really. But uh, either way, I'll do uh, that later. He'll give. You'll okay. be able to replant them on the on the, on the ship. All right. Um, see how far away these things. Sixty feet, and so I get pretty far away. I guess I can move up. Um, Forty feet. Are these obscured by the, by the trees? Uh, at all? No, the, the th we'll say that the trees are heavy, uh, uh, sort of like thick. Maybe maybe a little bit obscured, uh, but not. At most, it'll be like plus two AC. Well, the one depending I can, on like what's in the way. Only one I can hit really is this one right here. Okay. Also, you're you're seeing the canopy of the trees too. So really, it's the the trunk is the uh, the big thing. So you can see a couple of them. Just anything in the thicker parts of the foliage will be uh, well, have a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna hit this right here. All right, go for it. Yes. That was a sixteen. Sixteen hits. Four. Eight damage. Gonna re-roll that. Oh, okay. A little better. Ten damage. Most of them look like <laughs> handout artic. Most of them look like this. It's one that looks a little different. Use the leader. <laughs> oh, these are not what I expected. Starfish people. Another two damage on that. Oh, they have cool faces. Yep. Anything else, Otto? Oh, uh, well. Um, that was just one attack, right? Yeah. Yep. I'll attack again. Okay. Oh. For 22. 22 hits. For 16 damage. 16. Ooh, nice. It is looking rough. Do an Astral Spark, then. For three... Right. Three more. All right. Still down. Yeah, still very rough. Okay. That's it. 
Alright, this first one's gonna come up and... Uh, this first one's gonna come up here, and he's going to attack, uh... Blastimov, who you can actually see his name now. Uh, he's gonna do two, um, Radiant Pellets, are ranged. First one missing, the second one hitting for eight Radiant Damage. Hitting just like going right by being shot at. First time you've ever seen an animal shoot back at you. Well, maybe second time. <laughs> you're not seen. Dante, you're up. Alright. Dante is just able to get all the way out with his forty five movement to that guy. Okay. And I wanna start hitting him. All right, go for it. There we go. 26. 26 hits. All right, eight bludgeoning. My right. second attack You are now him. stuck to him as this Artuk is actually a mimic. No, it's good. Oh, 16 hits. <laughs> I, I just like, wait, what? <laughs> Six, 16 hits. <laughs> eight, four, seven. seven. Damage. And then um, I'm going to use my bonus action to make a third. That's 14. 14. Just misses. Oh, you get the feet in, and that's when everything all. Go- I was tired from moving so far. So the art, the Artuk has five limbs, and you only have four. Who's the more superior? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that is uh, my turn. One of the distance is going to come over here, staying in the staying in the uh, thing. It's going to shoot at Whisper. Two radiant pellets at Whisper. Is a thirteen or fourteen hit? Absolutely not. Of course, they just bounce right off you. No, I'm cloaked, dude. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, that's true. Although yeah. I do have, I do have camouflaging, so that is a normal thing I have. <laughs> okay, this one's gonna come up a little bit more, and it's gonna shoot two pellets at uh, at Otto, missing with a nine and a fourteen. He's like Gort. You're up. Coming out of their arms like little guns. Like, yeah, Gort sees not... that there's a lot of creatures here, and he's going to do something he just hasn't done. And like, fireball. And... No, first things first. He's bonus action starry form. Okay. And he's actually going to use a form he hasn't used, I don't think, in a long time, or if ever. He's going to use dragon form. Oh. I unfortunately don't have a uh, dragon form oh. for you, but I can tick you red. No, 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 that. No, it, it doesn't You're matter. It's part. all the same. <laughs> all right. Um, what that does is it basically gives me uh, gives me advantage on uh, concentration. Okay. Also gives me a, a it's advantage on concentration and it uh, advantage on intelligence or wisdom checks. Okay. What would you like to do? Uh, with that, he is going to cast. Conjure animal. All right. What level? Uh, we're going to do it at a fourth level. All right. On, let me look up what I can pick. Do they like sprout out of you like little goo animals? It's like these little blue. These are like little small goo seeds pop out 
go into the ground and they pop out of the ground. So nothing else happens at a fourth level. So if you have this at third level, go ahead and not wait. Don't waste your fourth level spell. Oh, then I'm gonna use the third level. Okay. So and you want to do four beasts? I want to do four beasts. Okay, four beasts of my choosing. Let's see. It's a jungle. Let's say filter. Uh, forest. Let's say uh, they are. Want something flying or ground based? Uh, let's go ground based. Okay. Let's say four uh, constrictor stakes. Present's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is. Snakes. It's a snake. Good crowd control. Yep. Hey, I, uh, there we go. I don't have a thing for it, so I'm just taking the basic one. Just so we have this. So you have four oh, snakes. Oh, you mean you have every single animal ready? I mean, I could have. Like I did. I didn't want to. Can I control them, or is it... Uh, you won't be able to control them, just tell me, uh... Oh, okay. What you want to do, because I'm not gonna, don't I'm not gonna bother setting that up, because... So, I don't know if you want to bother with it, but they are, like, um, enormous creatures or something like that. Uh, I will check that in just a second. I'm trying to set, I'm gonna try to set this up. What is Yeah, they're the... giant. Yeah, giant. They're, and they giant. get their own, and they get their initiative as a group. Okay. Go ahead and roll their initiative. It's a plus 12. Uh, you know what? Let me... I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pull it in. Runs. Yeah, let me, let me grab, grab it real quick. That's a D twenty plus twelve. D twenty. Uh, I'm sorry. It's a plus plus two. I apologize. It's a fourteen. D twenty plus two. Okay. Okay. Roll. All these gifts have pipes. Yep. Is like that a thing that I should I be smoking a pipe? They have a. They have a initiative of five. Okay. So, yep, one. Where would you like to put them? Uh, let's see here. I think. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I'm gonna move one. And I need you to know. I need to know where you're going to put them first, not where you're gonna move them. Okay. Uh. I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna summon them right, right out here. Okay. We'll surround, blast them off. Yeah, we'll just put them over there. there you, go. you might have access to it because it is you have control of them, so you should. Be, you might be able to move them. So go ahead. Uh, no. Uh, okay, never mind. Just, just tell me then. What would you like uh, to do? I don't think I'm. I don't think they do anything until it's their turn. Oh, okay. You're right. Okay. Anything else, Court? Uh, no. That that's everything I can do. Okay. This art, this uh, Artak warrior up the top, uh, is going to 
is freaking out is going to take two radiant pellet shots at one of the the closer snake uh missing on both of them with a four and a ten natural one and a ten and it doesn't know what to do it didn't know where all these came out but wherever they came out all right whisper you're up Whisper. No. Yeah, Randy fell asleep. No, I'm sorry. My brain is potatoes. Oh, I'm shooting people. Okay. And uh, so I'm gonna. Uh, that one's this the guy most here. hurt. Bottom right. Yeah, yeah he's him, the most hurt. Him and him. Okay. They're both getting it. So. More hurt guy first. Yep. That'll hit, and he is still alive. Uh, and the other one's just gonna be a fly ball. Okay, and yeah. Then, uh, Goes right by him. Anything else? And then uh, I'm gonna hide. Okay. Um, you have an actual hide action bonus action you can do. Uh, says actions. You can you can move then. There's a lot of uh. Creatures, you want to do like a hunter's mark or something? Hmm. No, because the guy who's going to get it is going to die. The guy I actually hit is close to death. So. Yeah, but you can move yeah. it as a bonus. If, if you put it on, if you put it on him first, I will give you that attack roll to do the damage, which will kill him because you get two mm-hmm. two age two dice, right? Okay. There you go. That much damage. Okay. Yeah, he is dead. Yes, remember with like Hunter's Mark, you can uh, move it to another creature as a bonus okay, action. On the, on the next next turn. You move it on the next turn. Next uh, on your next turn, yeah. Yeah, but either way, you killed him with the first one. Just go over, just pin him to a tree. Any that's movement. my uh, that's my favorite foe thing. Okay. Are you sure. So. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Any movement. Um. Okay. Not really. Uh, okay, just gonna stay there then. Yeah, All right. Yeah. If the Still target on. drops zero hit points for the spell ends, you can use the bonus actions on a, sub- on a subsequent turn, turn to mark a new creature. Yeah. This one's gonna make two branch attacks at you, Dante. Alrighty. With a six and a twenty-two. Twenty-two will hit for eleven it. bludgeoning damage. Jeez. It 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 is concentration. Yeah. Yeah, it is concentration. I've already got marked. Constrictor snakes are now up. What would you like them to do? Uh, let's see here. I, I would like them to attack the nearest hostile creatures. Okay. Let's say that uh, this one down here is going to go up and attempt to... Attempt to constrict the one next to him. Uh, hitting for 19, doing 6 damage. And... Uh, It's grappled. Let's go slow. Where's my grapple? Boop. More snakes. Go ahead and roll me a d20. Roll me three d20s. Who, me? Yep. No, no, no. Uh, Otto. I'm sorry. Uh, Gort. Four, five, and a four. Uh, plus, hit their attacks are... 
plus uh, four. Uh, they all miss. Only one of them landed. The Artuk Priest is now up. It was going to do something different, but now it's sort of stuck. It's, it's got a snake in the face. <laughs> uh, it is going to... Yeah, it doesn't have much else it's going to do. It's going to just do two branches on the thing in front of him, hitting with a 15 and a natural 20, doing four four damage on the first one, and then two 12s on the second one, completely mm. obliterating the strict constrictor snake coming out of it. And he just kind of, like, flexes his his six his five limbs. Oh, he's Blast him off. Oh. him off, reloads his gun. Big whoop, nice work. <laughs> he's going to go ahead and musket the priest making two musket attacks, 17 and 23, both hitting, doing a total of nine piercing damage. The shot rings out. Birds fly out everywhere. So many monsters. Otto, now you get to play. You're up. <laughs> um, attack the one right here. Okay. Oh, actually, I'm in a straight line. I'm going to use one of my astral shots. All right, go for it. Um... So I'm going to piercing arrow, one foot long, three foot long. Those two need to make a deck saving throw. I'm assuming you're going up and to the right. I'll have to stand there to yeah. properly get them. Uh, they do two deck saves. Yep. Five, eight, both fail. Yeah. So each take fifteen damage Oof. plus. Um, an extra. Please d6. Um, what's the name of the uh? Piercing arrow. Yeah, so an extra d6. An extra two. two. Double. Yeah, two. You got two hits on there. Two really good hits. Yep. So the bullet just passes. Goes through one. Pierces the other. Yep. And um, I'm going to attack the one next to me. Or the one um, closest to me again. Second attack? Okay. Uh, 24. 24 hits. Another 12 damage. It's looking rough. Um, Definitely bloodied. Yeah, I'm going to say a little more damage and do an astral spark, so an extra 3. Uh, it's still up, but it's looking really bad. Okay. Um, Movement or oh. bonus actions. That's it for now. Or uh, uh, quick question. Uh, yeah, we've had a long rest since the mimic battle. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right. Um, or Otto, if you want to use your um action surge, still have that. You want that roll? No, I could. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, one d two. Okay. Well, so I'm uh. So Cosmic Omen is a, on uh, Ween today. Okay. All right. Otto, uh, Astro Surge? Uh, yeah, you know, that's probably the last battle of the day. Okay. Astro Surge is going to attack, attack again. All right. Same turn, so I can't use a uh, right. another trick shot. Um, so let's attack Thunderbolt yeah. again. 13. Misses. Misses. 
Oh, 14. 14. Misses. Okay. Well, thanks, Mark. I'm done now. <laughs> hey, I'm not the one who just ignored that you had the inspiration. Dante is not up yet. The Artuk Warrior is up. Uh, this one's just gonna... It's engaged with the snake, so it's going to attack the snake. Two branches. Branch, branch. Double nat ones! Oh! It's trying to find the other limbs that it can attack the snake, but it's confused by the fact that the snake has no limbs. Dante, you're up. Alright, Dante is going to hit this one in front of me, hopefully. Uh, 27. That will hit. That will do 7 damage. Yep. And 16. 16 hits. For 7 damage. Seven. He's, he's bloodied. Okay, and I'm looking around. Everyone's engaged except those three. I'm going to spend a key point to mm -hmm. activate... Uh, bu -bu -bu -bu. Where was it? I was just looking at it. The one that lets me take the dodge action as my bonus action. Okay. So I am now in dodge mode for the okay. turn. Right, you are dodging. The grappled war Artuk warrior is going to attempt to escape with a, uh... As it is restrained and cannot do anything else. Uh, what is it? Athletics. Uh, just... Uh, just misses it. He's still, still grappled and restrained. Next Artuk warrior is the one over here in front of the constrictor snake. Uh, above blast him off. Uh, he's going to make two branch attacks on the constrictor snake with a 14 and a 14 doing enough damage to kill it in uh, oh the first one actually kills it so it's gonna do that and it's gonna make its second shot as a radiant pellet at um I'll say uh, uh blast him off as blast him off was the one no uh, Otto as Otto was the one that shot it it's a 22 hit I point to the other take... two gif and go it was them <laughs> so you take 10 radiant damage for lying Oh, how much? Oh, what was it? 10 radiant damage. I mean, what was the attack? A 22 to hit. 22 yeah, that, to hit. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. Uh, it is also uh, going to attempt to tongue you, Otto. What? I need you to make a uh, dexterity saving throw. How long is this tongue? Uh, 25 feet. What? No, 30 feet. Uh, 14. You pass as you ma it manages to just land just right before you in the dirt. Then I'm going to roll it back up. Gort, uh -huh. you're yeah. up. You have dirt mouth. <laughs> I'm just going to go stand behind uh, Commander Crux here. Okay. Getting just a little bit closer to the battle, but far enough away that I'm not doing anything. And I'm not like okay. within the immediate. And then no, I got I'm you. Going... What, what, you. Keep going. What you doing? We got it. We're, we're... Oh, uh, I'm going to cast. Uh, that's. Within sixty feet, it yeah, is. Yeah, I'm going to do Toll the Dead. Okay, I guess Wisdom save ten. Sixteen will kill it. As you do your tongue, it kind of like hits the tongue that is laying out, and kind of like reverberates all through him, all the way to the center of him, and he just falls dead. Alright, and 
bonus action. I think that's all I can do. Okay. Since I've got concentration up. This one's going to come over here to Dante, and he's going to counteract the dis the uh, disadvantage with flanking. Take two branch Aww. attacks on you at normal. All right. Fair enough. 17 and 14. And 17 will hit. Uh, nine bludgeoning. Right. You got ten limbs coming at you. Whoa. Whisper, you're up. Too many yeah. limbs. <laughs> so I'll be doing my uh, two shots at the dude who's here. Okay. Because he's, he's restrained, to... so he might have you might have advantage on that. Uh, yeah, you have advantage on those attacks. Good. And you put your hunter's mark on him. Yeah. Well, roll your um. Uh, also roll your. Yeah, we'll we'll double that for the um. <laughs> Wait, the one d four. Your hunter's mark. I thought the hunter's mark is one d six. It's one d four. Uh, you get. We'll double that to eight. So you get uh, fifteen plus eight on that first attack. Fifteen, eight. And then your next one hits for nine. Mm-hmm. This thing is. This guy is looking bad. Anything else? No. Okay. The one above Dante is going to go, making two more branch two branch attacks at normal. If the thing will click, nineteen and a seventeen. Oh, you take twelve damage from the first one. And uh-huh. nine damage from the second one. Ooh. Good thing I took the dodge action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although you probably could have killed the guy in front of you if you hit him with a flare of blows. But anyway, Constrictor Snake is up. Uh, the first one is uh, going to bite at advantage. If that's what you'd like them to continue attacking. Yes. yes. First one with the uh, thing is going to bite at advantage down at the south. Natural 20. And basically bites this dude to death. And then swallows him whole. Swallows him. Like that movie. And he begins to move this way to the other ones. Uh, This next constrictor take is going to make a constrict attack. Oh, wait. Can he move so that it's flanking? Nah, you cannot get that far. Uh, 15, however, will hit, doing 10 bludgeoning damage and grapple restraining the... uh, Grapple restraining the warrior. It's ten. All right. Priest is up. He is going to do the uh, tongue on Warwick. Warwick needs to make a dexterity save. Failing with a three and getting pulled twenty-five feet. Well, it'll it'll step forward to get within range. It's pulled twenty-five feet to him, and then we'll take two branch attacks. It's, it's grappled and take two branch attacks on it, hitting, missing both of them. But he is grappled. Blast him off is up. Uh, he's just going to take a uh, another uh, two shots straight at uh, close range at this thing at disadvantage. 21 21 for the first one, dealing nine damage and then missing with the other one. Ugh, it's so much stuff myself. Otto, you're up. 
blast them off. No. Can I hit the one grappling him with? Yes, you him? can. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, so I'm gonna try to free him by shooting at him. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen hits. Four. Ooh, seventeen damage. Seventeen. Nice. This thing is looking bloodied. Um. Okay. And attack again. Okay. Seventeen hits. Seventeen. Other end of the spectrum there. I'm rerolling that. Still bad. Yeah. Fourteen. Oh, damage. fourteen. Never mind. You feel a spark of inspiration could finish the job. Well then, you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna do a second wind and heal myself. No, um, I'll do a spark. <laughs> uh, astral spark. How do you do? How do you want to do this? I, I see a fellow gip in danger and. So, like, I'm just shooting wildly. It's like, no! Bang, 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 bang! And this one gets lucky and goes right through wherever this thing's brain is. You, you kind of go wild. One bounces, like, off three tree trunks and then <laughs> yeah. goes right through its head. He's down. Whew. He had he had two spells. Neither of them are good in battle. <laughs> Otto, anything else? Um, that would be it. Okay. This Arctic warrior is going to attempt to uh, escape. With a natural 20, he does. Uh, he's no longer restrained, but uh, he's not going to move. <laughs> Dante, you're up. All right, going to try to kill the one that I've been hitting. Okay. 12, 12. misses. I'm going to use Inspiration to... You'll, you'll use that on your second attack. I'm getting to the point where you should all know when to do Inspiration. So you'll get Fine. advantage on this second attack. Okay. Oh, no, I want to kill you. I want to kill you. <laughs> and if I were 10 feet closer, I could give him a wheel. But... Yeah. 19. Uh, 19 will hit. For 6. Uh, he's still alive. Then we will Flurry of Blows him and... Okay. Go. That's going to give me two more. A That'll 19 hit. for 11. That kills him. Two Wonderful. Just, you kind of like find his head and just flip it around. <laughs> Snap yeah. his, whatever his neck is. You can use the last one of the one below. I will on him for 18. 18 hits. And 11 bludgeoning. And then... He's looking, he's looking rough. Well... So am I. And then, because I did a flurry of blows, I can disengage, and my movement speed is 55 right now. So I'm going to run away back to my friends. Okay. Um, Where is Gort? There he is. I'm going to be next to Gort, because I know that yeah, he's... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Gort, you're hey, up. Hey, man. All right. I see that you know, there's a lot of things I could... I think Two I things left. Yeah, the snakes will probably take care of the guy at the bottom, so I'm going to take care of the guy at the top with a Toll of the Dead. Okay. Wisdom save of 10. It doesn't sound like it's enough. 7 is also not enough. Oh. Because this thing is good. barely standing. As long as he can't get to me. 
All right, I uh, can't really do anything else. This okay, so I'm still holding. Courier comes up, and just because he's got things in his eyes, he's going to attempt to tongue Dante. Oh. Dante, please roll a dexterity save. You should be fine. Oh, yeah, I should be fine on a dexterity save. Wheel, you get a d6 on that as yeah. well. Oh, yeah, you, you're fine. You, you you see the tongue. You basically matrix dodge the way out of the, the tongue. Oh, never mind. Okay. But he's going to do two radiant pellets at Crux, uh, who's just in the way and you're hiding behind, doing two, uh, 16 damage to him. Whisper, you're now up. There's two baddies left. This one. This one. Okay. All right. First one. <laughs> Assume you move your uh, thing to it. First shot's top guy. Yep. Twelve misses. Wheel. Oh yeah. Roll a plus one d six. Oh. Yeah, roll 1d6 first. So that is your, your short sword. I don't know if you get anything extra for your bow. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to pick click on that. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the bow is... At, if the What's the plus on the bow? Uh, Plus eight, I'm sorry. All right, yeah, you'd still need that... You'd still need that, wo that wheel, so... But you are able to kill him with this. You actually just uh, get him right between the eyes. The second one also hits for seven damage. Okay. All right. Sorry, I'm I am falling asleep. I'm sorry. Good. We're al we're almost done. It's daylight savings got you. No worries. Constrictor stakes are probably gonna fuck. Give me two. Uh, give me two. D twenty rolls, uh, Gort. You should be the one to do this. Sixteen. Sixteen. Both of them. Both hits. The first one is going to uh, hit for one d eight. Second one's going to hit for 1d8. Uh, roll me one more d20 in case you get a nat 20, because he will be restrained. Doing a total of nine... Uh, just almost, almost, but not quite. Doing a total of not 11 damage between the two of them, and it is restrained. Blast him off is going to try and just come up to him and uh, <sighs> smile, you son of a... Making two... Musket attacks. Overwatch, overwatch. And he finishes this thing off with. Oh no! He, uh, yes, he does. The first one needed one more eight, uh, one more damage, and the last one did. He says, "Smile, you son of a!" And it is dead. And we are out of initiative. Boom! And we will finish this off really quickly. Uh, right. uh, mighty fine, mighty fine, uh, battle, uh, those, those were, uh, permission to come aboard, sir, and he, he, um, goes up past Otto to Crux, giving a salute to Crux. I kind of, like, however, <laughs> like, um, expecting, like, give him a can shake, and he just walks right by me, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, my snakes are doing, like, just guarding while they're still there. So they're going to be up for another, like, hour or so. Yeah. However, just before you can continue, 
before he can formally introduce to you, him to blast him off to the entire crew, the earth heaves as two massive armored creatures burst from the ground. We'll say that one is uh, north of you and one is south of you. Dance layer. As uh, Blastimov turns around, Crux and Otto. Oh, Otto, you would probably be familiar with these two. So Blastimov and Otto, in unison, looking in separate directions, as bullets. Here ends chapter seven. They're like bullets, but they're brutes. <laughs> bullets. Very nice. I finally got to use a spell that I didn't use that often. Oh, yeah. No, the, the greatest time to use that is when I'm controlling eight different creatures. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was just no, the it's, good. it's all good. <laughs> so, technically, you, you get to choose how many creatures, too, right, Mark? It's not just... Uh, I let him choose the number, yeah. and then I chose the creatures. That's why, by the end of it, I always just summoned one thing for Bryce. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a little easier if they had the the stats and were familiar with them. Like, no, I just pick whatever. Down the. Um, in any case, good job, everybody. You have survived and found things. Uh, thank you for sticking through that. Uh, some of those were some of those uh things in the Astral Sea were mine. Some were from the uh, the um encounter table. And you need it was a thirty percent chance of that giant thing being asleep. And you rolled a seventy-seven and said hi. <laughs> So I, so if I had said low, we probably would have been this. You know, we probably wouldn't have hit the end of the chapter before. We would have had, we would have had an an interesting thing. We may have all died. How big was that big thing? It was like big as big as a ship, or he, it was a cosmic horror. Uh, cosmic horror is gargantuan. Yes, yeah, so that basically that's, means. So that's a five by foot. As big yeah, as you want it to be. That's the whole screen. Five, yeah. Five by five, I believe, is the uh, 20 by 20 or larger. So four by four. Yeah. Wow. Or more. So, so yes. <laughs> but once uh, again, thank you all. Oh, always thank you. Yep. Do we get, and, uh, is there anything Everybody special? have a good night. Anything special for completing the chapter, or is it just... Nope, just chapter end. We, we get a, a cliffhanger right. because some land sharks are about to kill us. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, that was fun. Right. Yes, sir. All right, good night, everybody. Yeah, have a good night, everybody. Good night. The mimic was fun. I'm glad oh, that Oh, yeah, happened. that was great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I genuinely feel bad because I, I thought I was being smart checking the chest. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, that was funny. That I was right. like I said, I didn't know if I was going to decide to make the boat, the chest, or both of them, and you find like another piece. But I was like, no, nope, let's just do both. And then you said that, and I'm like, no, nope. called it. So I'm going to make the chest real, but have loot in it. Love it. Yeah. People right. trick somebody by getting them in the boat. We have to take. <laughs> we have to uh, do that when um when you do this game for the other people. Yeah, that's so. That's something I thought of when I was doing a trying to do a uh, write a sea campaign. I was coming up with random encounters, and I was like, "Oh, what if they find some flotsam, but some of them, but they're mimics trying to lure sailors into into getting treasure uh, from the ocean." <laughs> right. well, I'll say you got us. <laughs> you got us good. 